all the trouble you've started? Be they the government, be they industry, be they organized labor, be they anyone, or human beings. Time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart, that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to win the day to the people who run it, to the people who own it. That unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all. Revolution Radio of FreedomSlips.com, the number one listener-supported talk radio station, throwing ourselves upon the gears of the machine. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. You called down the thunder, well now you've got it. Right. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Revolution Radio. Thanks for listening while we took that short break here at Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com. And now we're going to get back to your host. Hey, hey, it's Celebrate Truth Radio. I'm your host, Robbie Davidson. Join with me. We got some serious going on. Here we go again, Nate. Here we go. This is number three. We've we've had this for three. We've had this for three weeks in a row. So let's do it. Here we go. Let her play. Nobody ever comes out. We know where you are at all times. That's our business. Welcome to Revolution Radio. FreedomSlips.com. We don't need to expect us. We're already here. And now it's time for firing lines with Douglas Dietrich. So call in 347-688-2902. Do not call that number. That is 347-688-2902. Do not. No. No. Don't call. would like to discuss with Mr. Douglas Dietrich. FreedomSlips.com. Revolution Radio. Weaponized talk radio. All righty. Here we go. And that's okay, it. Okay, we're back. We're, re- we're there. It is. So we got that's this extended <laughs> intro with a with a different show name and a different oh. number. And this is number three in a row that we've done that, ain't it? It's just a test. It's just a test. Every time I try to get to you to talk about you, it all of a sudden goes into that. I gotta wait, and now we go into my awesome co-host, Pastor Nate Wolf. How's it going, Pastor Nate? It's going very well, Robbie. Thank you. We have uh, our house is all clear of sickness. <laughs> our last kid that was. Pretty sick the last few days. Uh, the uh, medicine that he had uh, from the doc finally kicked in, and uh, so he was doing great today. So yeah, the house is like back to normal, and uh, finishing up some remodeling on the studio tomorrow. So pretty excited about that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, you're getting everything done with the uh, new office. Yeah, I gotta. You know, before I just had uh, I had basically two walls, and the third wall was mostly a sliding glass door, and then the fourth uh, didn't have a wall, so it was just wide open. Uh, basically a sunroom uh, that I carved out a corner uh, in. And what I'm going to do is uh, have a fully enclosed with uh, with two doors, uh, two French doors. We actually stole the doors uh, from my daughter's bedroom. It had a, a oh, regular I, door. Oh, I was just about French to say doors. you stole the doors. And I was like, where yeah, is this going? Where is this going? Oh, like, uh, no, she she wanted a, an, a, an enclosed wall on the other side so her brothers wouldn't keep coming through her room as a shortcut to get uh, to the rest of the house. So you know we're we're making this a cheap, easy remodel, and it's it's going well. So 
Nice, nice. Well, let's get right into it. We've got an awesome guest on tonight. We've got, I would say, the flat smacking extraordinaire. I mean, how, how what do you what do you say for for this guest? I mean, he's done yeah. so much in the flat Earth community. Um, let's just bring him on, David Weiss. Uh, are you there? Uh, I'm calling that other number, and it's not answering. What's going on? <laughs> do not do not call that number. Yeah, we've had a little technical <laughs> issues for the last three weeks with, uh, I guess, a different show. Um, intro that comes in there, but uh, we just roll with it. We just have fun. Well, you know that show has pretty cool, scary music to start with. I it mean, does. it is pretty cool. So yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm almost out of the hot sauce, David. Uh, I've been <laughs> I've been eating the hot sauce a lot, man. I, I love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's uh, I've been getting a lot of people. It's it's about that time. Usually, you know, <laughs> a few weeks after I see a bunch of people, yeah. I start getting the the calls. You're like, hey, I'm running out, man. I'm Jones. I need more hot sauce. I need more. <laughs> more hot sauce, man. I need it. First, first bottle's free. Second bottle's five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, when you see people shaking after they're done their first bottle, it's not a good sign, yeah. right? They're just like, I, I knew need there more. was something. I knew there was something in that bottle because you know. What do you, you put in that bottle? Is there a secret ingredient that you can maybe tell us? No, it's a it's a it's a recipe that my father came up with um, when he lived down in the Caribbean. And it's basically mango-based hot sauce, you know, yes. peppers, mango, um, all organic uh, ingredients, apple cider vinegar. And uh, I just kind of make it um, once a year and make as many bottles as I can, and then I kind of just give them away. Do you, think, do you think for one minute, though, when your dad was actually coming up with that formula, he would ever think of how many people would be flat-smacked with it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Literally, that, it that sauce is changing uh, the know, world. It's on the uh, sweeter side. I love it. It's great. It, it's a you know Caribbean style sweet. Uh, you know, there's a lot of mango in there, so that's yeah. where the sweet comes from. Uh, I'm digging it. Mango. The guy love the mango. Well, David, hey, let's really get into it right at the beginning. Um, maybe just tell people that aren't familiar with who you are. Maybe get into your story, like uh, even uh, before you came to uh, what you're most passionate about these days. Maybe you can just talk about your background that way. Sure, I'll give you a, a, a quick background. Um, I was just a normal guy. I had a normal corporate job and um, uh, started realizing that the world wasn't what we thought it was and... Uh, not not to the point I do today, but uh, a friend of mine, uh, Tim and I, in the lunchroom, we would be talking about uh, some conspiracies, you know, simple stuff like the Federal Reserve not being a federal agency, and uh, people would be listening. And each day, you know, more and more people would gather around us in the lunchroom. And then one day, Tim said, "Hey, we have an opportunity to do a podcast out of a uh, studio in New York City." And we started the Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole podcast, which was two uh, truth tellers, me and uh, Tim and I. And, um, and then our, our third co-host was a comedian who basically tried to uh, turn everything into a joke. Uh, so it was, it was kind of an interesting formula. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it, so we, you know, we did that weekly for three years and, uh, there was times where people, we you know, we were jumping over the table wanting to kill each other. Um, it was, it was quite dramatic, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, um, you know, we, we looked into all of the conspiracies, all of the deceptions, uh, you know, from, uh, the big event in New York and Connecticut and Boston and everything else. And, uh, then people started sending me flat earth stuff and I wouldn't watch a one minute video. It's ridiculous. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, so then I was, uh, you know, 
I, I would ban people from our social media for being so stupid as to even suggest that I watch a flat earth video. <laughs> and then I was speaking with Sophia Smallstorm, who is a researcher that did uh, one of the first 9-11 movies and um, uh, a bunch of other research, amazing researcher. And and I was I was saying to her, I said, it, it is amazing the amount of deception in this world. We were talking about some events that happened on the news, which, um, you know, didn't really happen. And she goes, oh, David, it's worse than that. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I think the earth might be flat. And I was <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And I, I, I just finished banning some people from our social media. And she goes, here, watch this. She sent me Mark Sargent's Clues, uh, nice. Eric DeBay's 200 Proofs. She goes, watch these videos. So this is the same story that many of us have. And so I just said, okay, that's it. I'm going to prove the globe. And uh, I started looking for globe proofs. And <laughs> what is it? Five years later, here I am on Revolution Radio on the Celebrate yeah. Truth channel. Uh, and I'm the host of the Flat Earth podcast. And yeah. my, uh, my life has changed in a thousand ways for the better since then. Yeah, yes. I can imagine with all the conspiracies that you were uh, you know, talking about, this one came off to be the most absurd. Like when you first heard about it, you're just like, what? I thought it was gonna. That. I thought it was going to discredit all of the work that we uh, had done, and yeah. uh, you know, during the the course of Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, different major events would uh, come up. Um, I don't even want to say it, but you know, the one in Connecticut, and they didn't even want me to bring it up on the on the podcast. We had no, we had well. no restrictions, but like, don't bring that up. That that's crazy, oh, and well. uh, and I couldn't help it. I was like, no, I, I there was so much to bring up. Um, and it literally turned into <laughs> a week. We did a weekly spot on it. It, it just became so big. And then uh, when Flat Earth came up, they're like, everyone's like, no, no, no. And I couldn't keep quiet. And I just started bringing it up uh, each week. And then it basically started to dominate the show. And it essentially blew up the whole show. And after three years, we ended <laughs> we ended the show, which was, it was good. It was, you know, it ran What happened after the show? Like, would you guys get into it a little bit more? Or like, you know, did it, it cause a lot of division at the very beginning when you actually started talking about Flat Earth on air? Uh, you know, it, it, we get into it during the show. And like when we'd have these arguments on the show, it was good radio. People sure. liked it. Yeah, you know, people liked it. Like when we first, this is the, the, the best we 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 got invited to do this show the producers this was a real studio it was called uh, stand up new york labs it was out of um the stand up new york comedy club and they had a, a podcast network um they still have it it's still running and uh we said we're going to do a conspiracy show and they're like all right they had no idea what we're going to talk about and uh my co-host had no idea like the first episode nobody's planning and i was like oh i'm planning we're doing it on 9 11. Mm -hmm. And I laid out 9-11 like these people had never heard. By the time we were done, you know, all of the producers and the owners are like sticking their heads through the window looking into the, you know, people are coming into the studio. It, I didn't realize the crowd that was gathering. And when we were done, there was silence. Everyone's mm. like, what the heck just happened? Drop. Yeah. Right. It, it was like it was like, what just happened? These people are, you know, and we're in, in Manhattan. These people didn't know that. Mm -hmm. There was anything wrong with 9-11. And, mm. uh, and then Mike, the co-host, comedian, he just breaks the silence. He goes, we're titling this show 9-11 is Dave's Baby. Okay. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and that was our first show. Wow. Um, 
so it that was really kind of the beginning of my my public truth telling. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah, because I know I think it came from a respected uh, researcher and investigator, Sophia Smallstorm, was the one that kind yeah. of brought it up with you. Maybe you can kind of explain how that kind of came about. Yeah, so Sophia and I met um, in, uh, we were researching the Connecticut event, uh, and I, I had actually reached out to her when Wolfgang Halbeck, Halbert, Wolfgang, if I'm saying that right, Wolfgang Halbert, he was a, uh, uh, a school safety investigator, got on the scene, and I actually yeah how how big I think is yeah. his last yeah, yeah well, he's a, he's a big dude yeah big dude yeah he's a great he's he's an amazing guy and uh, it's it, you know the amount of trolls going after him because he was over the target it was just crazy and so I I became friends with Sophia um, and we were working on um, a lot of a lot of stuff together in the in the background on on some other conspiracies and then. Uh, we kind of just became friends and so we were talking literally daily back then. Uh, we still talk, you know, uh, at least a couple of times a week, but, um, she, uh, she had been getting the same thing. I was, people were reaching out, you know, and that's kind of what I do. You know, right now I reach out to show hosts that have not heard about flat earth mm -hmm. or just mentioned it. Um, and that's how they got me, you know, that's mm -hmm. how they got her. You know, so we're all on board and, and, and that's kind of, I'm just really thinking about it for the first time here. That's kind of what gave me my idea for spreading it because it happened to me. So now sure. I'm, I'm making it happen to other people. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think a lot of, uh, you know, researchers, truthers that have, you know, large followings are starting to kind of question the fact of so much censorship with this topic among others, but this topic is being lumped in with those topics. You know, Robbie, this one, you know, this one is, is one of those things where, you know, throughout your life, you come across truths, interests, whatever it is. You just come across things um, and, you know, people, you know, get into something, you know, and then a year later, a month later, a week later, they're, they're, no, they're bored. They're out of it. Yeah, they're onto um, something different. They're onto something different. When you come across Flat Earth, when you see it. It's there every day. It's like the day. Matrix. It's like seeing the There's Matrix. No, it, it <laughs> yeah. is seeing the Matrix. Yeah. It, that, that's a great, uh, a great analogy. Yeah. Um, because when you see it, you cannot unsee it. Correct. You cannot forget it, and you cannot be bored with it. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it's a constant reminder because you're standing on it the whole time. You can't even run away from it. And everywhere, you know, I, I say, you know, when you had the, the first conference in Raleigh, mm -hmm. um, I came up with the idea of doing a billboard and because billboards, uh, I have, a, you know, some history with billboard advertising. And I was like, I just love billboards. And that was that was a good way to reach the people that weren't in the flat earth circle. It was great. Uh, nice. Yeah. So the, the thing I say about billboards is like if you have a restaurant, you know, in um Canada or whatever, wherever you are, um, or a small business, there's only probably, you know, 10, 15, hundred, maybe two billboards that are good for your business. You know, if it's a restaurant, it's only the billboards in that area. You know, if it's a mm -hmm. little town restaurant or whatever, um, because a billboard in Texas isn't going to do you any good in Canada mm -hmm. or Hawaii, you know? Um, but every single billboard bar none is a perfect billboard for flat earth. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I enjoyed uh, going to the billboard in Denver. Denver was my first FEIC and uh, that was awesome. You had the drones out there. That was, that was fun stuff, man. 
a lot of people were honking on that highway, like constantly too. Yeah, that was a good location. We were looking for a location like that for Texas, but we really couldn't find anything um, that was really worth it economically. So uh, we we mm. um, you had yeah, flying we billboards. You got flying billboards instead. So it was. Uh, it was that a step was up. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. What I what I find really um, interesting, David, is that you're doing this podcast. You're researching all these different conspiracies, and I'm sure you dabbled into, you know, the World uh, Reserve. You got into the elite, the Bohemian Grove. I mean, there was nothing you really didn't touch, correct? You got into like it all. There was nothing. Nothing. So my, my yeah. question to you, and you talk about this a lot on your podcast, is all that time, even seeing the evil nature and even the Luciferian nature of the elite and what they were into, at that point, you still hadn't come to the conclusion that there was a God. Maybe you can explain how Flat Earth did it for you, but all these other conspiracies didn't. Even though you knew there was an evil and there was most likely a Satan, you still couldn't believe in that God. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I really haven't, I, I never really looked at it from that point of view. Um, I, I grew up, uh, not believing in 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 uh, any you know I I I was I, we didn't really practice much religion in my family, mm-hmm. um, but I I didn't believe in God. I just believed evolution, mm-hmm. uh, the Big Bang. I believe what we we're taught. You know, this is it. We're random. Um, it's amazing that we're here, but that's it. I mean, when I look at back at it now, it's like that's crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> but but um when I started looking into flat earth, you know, and, and you know, why couldn't I see it? Why couldn't I see that there was a creator? And, and that's really a good question. It, it has to do with the, the mind control that they have over us since birth. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I realized that the earth isn't a spinning ball and that it is flat and that it is created that was it like it's created mm-hmm. you know there's a creator there's no doubt it's not a question Correct. it's not a question it's, no. it's there's yes. a, it's a fact when you understand where you don't live you yeah. know we, we kind of understand where we do live but i'd say we more understand where we don't live and yes. we don't live on a random ball that exploded from nothing yeah uh, so 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 that you know that changes you know that you know it's interesting and not that i think i was i've always been a good person i think you know maybe not perfect but as close as anybody could get <laughs> yeah i would definitely probably go um, out of limb and say you definitely weren't perfect that's for sure none of us are um but much nicer than a lot of people <laughs> yeah but when you realize somebody's watching you you always behave a little better mm. <laughs> so it, it was it was uh you know it, it's just so interesting how how it naturally just came to me um, about the creator. It's just it it it, it makes life better. I so guess. Do, do you find it profound in a sense? And I know I know that you hold to this as well. That you don't just believe in a creator. You believe in a creator that is close, intimate, personal because he's right above, or he created us as kind of the pinnacle of everything else. So does that kind of change your perspectives on the creator? Cause we're just talking yeah. right now about a creator. Rob, Robbie, uh, and Nate, this, this, uh, one of the things that kept me away from believing any religion is like when I looked at Christianity, those crazy people think the earth is really young yeah. and that the creator <laughs> is just in the clouds above. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. how can that be? Yeah. You know, and it's the spinning ball deception sure, that keeps yes. us away from the creator. That that 
this lie, the globe lie, mm-hmm. is the most amazing. You know, the the I think it was Paul Harvey said the most amazing trick the devil ever did was to convince you that he doesn't exist. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. The most. Uh, and I've I've changed it to the most amazing thing the devil. I don't know if I actually changed it, but I I thought of it. The most amazing thing <laughs> that the sad. devil ever did yeah. was convince you. That, that he doesn't exist. God doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I yes. think the most amazing thing that the devil ever did, devil ever did, was the globe lie. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so much to yeah. it. It's so well yeah. thought out, have, and have, it uh, is mind control. Have you it stopped? Is, to, have you stopped to think that there might even be something bigger? I'm going to go out and say, you know, there's something even bigger than the deception of flat Earth. And I'm, I'm wrapping my head around it right now, trying to figure out what it could be. But there's something even bigger than that. Like, this is not the absolute big, you know, they, we, they, we always talk about the biggest lie ever. It's huge. It's a mega massive one. And it's almost going to take us, you know, multiple generations just to, you know, digest it. But I still think there's something even bigger that's coming. That's even bigger than that. Do you not know what it is? Or are I you don't. hinting at no, something? No, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. But I think I think that this is kind of like, it's a, we're in the steps right now. Evolution was the first to kind of go where most people started kind of waking up to that and stuff. Then you got the flat earth thing. Probably in a few more generations, there's probably going to be something else that's just going to, you got to prepare for it. I mean, you know how big of a thing it was when you came to the whole flat earth thing. I mean, unless you were into conspiracies, I mean, it just, it really floored you. I mean, I was open and willing to look at anything. This rocked me. I mean, it rocked me to the core. Coming it, to the it flat rocked Earth me to the core, but there there are bigger parts of flat Earth that I don't even discuss publicly yet because most <laughs> of the flat Earth community isn't ready for it. Yeah. Um, well, we're... you know, if if you look at uh, at um, Alex, uh, conspiracy music guru's friend Mike, the the, the doctor, uh-huh. his yep. work on unveiling a Titan. Have you seen his stuff? Uh, I've watched a little bit of his stuff. You oh, recommended it before. That sounds here's, very familiar. Here's the, here's the problem. If you watch the like, he has a series that about eight videos right now. Um, and if you watch just the first one, you'd be like, "Meh," you know, I don't need to watch the other ones. Then you watch the second one, you're like, "That's interesting," and you don't need to watch the other ones. Then you watch the third one, and, and you're gonna scratch your head and go, "Let me just check out the fourth one." And if you get through the fourth one, you're done. Yeah, it's Is like that you the see one it, with the giant and you can't elephant? unsee it. Yeah, Is that the giant. Yeah, that's, that's just oh, the Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, I watched that. Rick, Rick Hummer put me onto that. I he was like, dude, yep. he's like, dude, Rick, you got to watch this seven. video, this yeah. series of videos. He's like, my, they're not very long. <laughs> my YouTube, well, he's up to eight videos now, and it's gotten a thousand times more better than Whoa. those first three videos. Uh, yeah. um, there's, a, there's a playlist on my YouTube channel, which is D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, called Unveiling a Titan. Mm. Okay? Um It'll take you, you know, a half a day to get through the videos. Not even, just half a day with, you know, coming back and forth to the videos. Your mind will be blown. It's over. Yeah, there's some huge stuff. I mean, the mud floods, that was massive. Uh, there was a lot of things that happened. I mean, I think even there's no forest on flat earth. That video, I think that was in, what, 2016? Early 2016 when that hit? And that really rocked a bunch of the flat earth community as well, too. It just seemed like after flat earth, there was all these other things that started coming up. You know what I mean? mud floods and the whole the, the trees just makes you think i'm not saying i agree with them all but it does make you stop and go hmm interesting well, you know if you look at the work uh that you know people are doing on the mud floods um i don't know if there was a flood worldwide it went that it was everywhere um but there is mud flood evidence undeniable evidence um in, in almost every place i've looked 
Okay, well, it, let, let's like, talk. Let's talk about that because you bring up a good point. Like you just said that you don't know if there was a worldwide flood. But I'll ask you this question: When it comes to you know Genesis and the creation account, do you agree with you know the firmament, the waters dividing the waters from the waters? Do you personally, David, agree with that an account or no? I could never understand on a spinning ball how there could be a worldwide flood. It made gotcha no sense to gotcha. me on a flat Earth. It it absolutely makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So. If the you know if they opened up the floodgates, that's that's an interesting term, and the water comes in, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't know how it could not be everywhere. Correct. Although you know there there yeah. could be areas where you know maybe the water maybe it didn't come in as high in certain places. Yeah, but you for know, forty maybe, days, I mean, it wasn't it uh, Nate forty days well, straight. Forty it, days and forty nights. Correct. It rained straight, and what 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 blew me away, even as a preacher for twenty something years, was. You know, when you get into uh, the flood account in Genesis, the you know second and third chapters that deal with that, uh, you know, like chapter seven, you know, six, seven, eight. When you realize it says that at the at the highest point, it says that the waters were fifteen cubits higher correct than the, the highest mountain. mountain correct than the highest mountains. It says that in the Bible. And what's so, 15 cubit again? What was the calculation Well, a cubit, a cubit was the measurement from a typical person's elbow to the, a man's elbow to the end of his uh, fingers. Correct. You know, Correct. About, about 18 inches or so for the average. So, you know, it was tens of feet over the highest mountain. Correct. Uh, and, you know, I always believed in a worldwide flood, but it wasn't until... Uh, a few months before I got flat smacked, Robbie, by your video, <laughs> The Global Lie, mm. that I, I was doing that study on the flood, and mm-hmm. I came across that specific scripture that said that the waters were 15 uh, cubits higher than the tallest mountain. I was like, what? You know, even that blew me away. What's interesting, too, but, about the Genesis account is there's three water accounts, right? You got the windows up, up top, you've got the fountains yeah. of the deep, and you've got the rain from the clouds. Because right afterwards, yes. when it talks about it stopping, it says the rain stopped in the clouds, the window shut yes. and the fountains, you know, so there's three water sources. It wasn't just yeah. raining. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's talk about those water sources for a second. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, there's, there's, there's primary water, there's secondary water. We're told that our, the world, you know, the heliocentric world, that we have evaporation, condensation and precipitation. That's how the water cycle works. And, uh, mm-hmm. but it never, made sense to me how how come there's waterfalls at the tops of mountains you know in hawaii there's water coming from the tops of the mountains yeah you know how much rain are they getting up there um but that water is coming from primary water do you guys know what primary water is correct like you're it, talking about the different water um yeah and again i mean it, the bible talks about that as well it talks about different water levels like the fountains of the deep uh, these type of levels of water right so the fountains of the deep that's primary water so yes. there's water below us and Correct. it's coming up through fissures that's how in the middle of a desert you see an oasis where there's a pond you know we yeah. have an island uh, off of new york uh, off of long island sound here called uh, block island it's a small little island in the middle of salt water but right on the shoreline you know which is just across the road is a pond um, a giant pond of fresh water. I'm like, how does that fresh water get there? And it's coming from underneath. It's primary water. Mm-hmm. It's not runoff from anywhere. Correct. Um, so that you know, that's what Gaddafi found underneath the desert there when he was, you know, pumping it all over Africa. Yeah. Um, oh, they lie. So, about, they they lie about that, David. They lie even about oil, right? Fossil, dinosaur fossils. You know, like yeah. give me a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, so when there's so we're in this high pressure system you know god separated the waters from the waters 
Uh, that never made sense to me until Flat Earth, of course. Um, but when we have low pressure, that's when we get a storm. That's when mm. we have low pressure, and that's when the water is allowed in. So when you have a hurricane, we have rivers of water coming out. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a real hurricane, but there's rivers of water coming out of the sky. Yep. And, uh, and to me, that's because of the low pressure is allowing that water to come into the system. So when, uh, when God had the great flood, maybe it was just the, he lowered the pressure and let the waters in. I mean, open the, open the door, the yeah. windows and, um, yeah. It, yeah. I always sit there and say that that firmament is there. If it wasn't, it's there for our protection. If it wasn't there, we'd all be dead. I mean, there's massive waters above us and below us. Um, there was water before anything was created. If you look at the, the crazy thing is when you look at Genesis before anything, there's just water. It's just existing. Have you ever looked at that, Nate? The fact that water, I mean, he's just hovering on the water in Genesis. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it says the Spirit of God moved over the face of the waters. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same word where it says, you know, the face of the earth. In fact, back to the flood in Genesis, it says that the water covered the whole face of the earth. So, you know, that that takes on a whole new meaning, as David said, you know, when, when you're thinking globe versus flat plane, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a whole new story, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And we know, we know that just from geometry, ball. yeah, for just from geometry, you don't have, you know, globes, balls don't have a face. Yeah, you could paint a face on a volleyball like Wilson, you know, from the movie Castaway, but... But in ge geometry itself, a globe, a ball, a sphere does not have a face. Uh, and that always bothered me, you know, as a as a believing Christian who, you know, I believed in the young earth creation, but I was mm -hmm. very indoctrinated to the whole globe thing and sure. everything else. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, how did he flood the whole, you know, a whole globe? You know, like, how does that work? Well, he's God. He can do anything. Yeah, sure. You know, but let's be honest. I mean, I always tell people, yes, there are some scriptures in the Bible that have metaphor, you know, allegory, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. We're not denying those things exist, but find any type of that kind of language in Genesis. You can't because it's a, it's a factual orderly account of what was created, which day it was created on and what the purpose or the purposes were for those items being created. And so it just kills me when people want to say, well, yeah, you know, the Bible says the moon gives her light, but, you know, it's really just reflecting the light of the sun. And I'm like, let's go back to Genesis 1. He created the two great lights, not the one great light and mm -hmm. then the great reflector. <laughs> like, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. You yeah. Know, come on, people. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, Satan's done an incredible job using scientism to turn people away and actually mm -hmm. remove God, you know. And again, when people, yeah. when they remove God, they really have no account. You know, they really have no rules. There is, they're not accountable to anyone, right? And I mean, David was bringing this up at the beginning, you know, talking about that uh, things change when all of a sudden you know there is a creator, there is someone looking down. Yeah. Uh, you know, things change in a big way because before with evolution and you're, you're a random accident, just an animal, you know, all these things are such lies. The fact that they'll say we're animals, you know, that alone is, is another lie. But one by one by one, when you look at the Bible, you see how Satan has completely t twisted, perverted, you know, distorted, lied yeah. uh, continually. He's the father of all lies. Yeah, for sure. Let me ask you guys a, a question. And when I'm doing uh, interviews with uh, people that don't believe in flat earth and I'm laying out all the information I know, um, I always will always get the question, you know, when I, when I keep smacking down their globe 
gotcha proofs. Mm-hmm. They people get frustrated and they throw their hands up. They and they they come back inevitably with why the lie? Why all this effort? Why would they do that? Why the lie? Now we are not them. We can't even identify who the majority of them are or they are. Sure. But yeah. but we we know that there are secret societies that are trying to run this world. Um, I think it's insulting for people to hear for money, for power. I mean, like, it it is true, Dave, but I hear this all the time, and it kind of annoys me a little bit, but I understand why people say it. They'll be like, why did they lie? Well, for control, for power, and there's so many other ways to do it, you know, to get control and power. But a lot of people will say, you know, for money. These things don't make sense to anyone's brain, including ours. They really shouldn't. That's why we're getting into the spiritual, because the only way this really makes sense to lie to every generation continually over thousands of years is something bigger, much bigger than even so, men. So get, get, finishing my question was, um, we're not them, so I can't say for sure, but I honestly 100% believe that it is to hide God. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're, I, don't, I don't see any other possibility. Yeah. Are you guys on that same page? 100%. That, that, that's, the, that's the main reason. That's 100%. why. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The entire thing, the the entire evolution narrative, is to completely remove God. Forget even flat Earth. Even beforehand, yeah. that entire construct is completely to eradicate any type of special significance when it comes to the creation of humans. Period. Right. right? When, I, yeah. when I looked into Christianity as a kid, um, I was like, "What is this all about?" Uh, the one of the first things I heard was that the, of the young Earth, and I'm like, "Well, that's impossible, dinosaurs," and yeah. I was done. Yeah, I, it's like it's like I went to the Flat Earth Society to check out Flat Earth. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. out of here. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's why I fell away as well. Was was science 100. percent I'm just like well, I remember my dad of all people saying, "Look, man, Noah's Ark is ridiculous. You can't have animals. You know, scientifically it'd be impossible." So he was bringing up all the scientific reasons why Genesis would be false, right? And my dad wasn't being nasty about it. He was just a very educated man in the science degrees and all this. So really, it came down to what it was like this destroyed God in my mind growing up was science, was scientism, right? So 100%, David, yeah. uh, there's no doubt in my mind when it comes to this, but we can't just be on an interview and say, why would they lie? Why would they lie? We almost need to like go a little bit deeper, longer, and then come up to the very end saying they're hiding God. Because when you just tell people like they're hiding God, it just, it throws them for a loop. I mean, can you imagine if someone said that to you, David, you know, uh, five years ago and you said, wait, wait, wait a minute. Come on, you guys are idiots. What do you mean flat earth? Why, why would they lie? And they said to hide God, you would have just brushed it off. You know what I mean? So it has to be almost like a longer, gradual buildup to that's, you're right. That's the only logical explanation. Money, power, greed, none of that makes any sense. There are so much more ways to make money than try to do something. And, and besides, men are not sophisticated and smart enough to pull this off over a millennium. They just aren't. They just yeah. cannot, they can't co- have a cohesive agreement. I mean, you know how it is. Even, don't even find it fascinating how the Illuminati and how the, all these secret societies, even though they work independently, they all are together working for a common purpose without fighting with each other. That's a spiritual thing. There's a spiritual force behind it that's governing all of them, just like when it comes down to the lie of the, the globe. The, and where I started with the Federal Reserve, this that is another of the major deceptions. It, it's not for money because the people that are doing yep. this are the ones that create the money. Correct. You know, people say they can NASA win. NASA gets sixty million dollars a day now. No, they don't. NASA NASA needs probably I don't know fifty thousand dollars a week max. Yeah. Um, 
they they well, they, can just print it. they can just print it they can just print it though like really they don't technically even need to print it they yeah. just type it type into it. A that's computer. you're right like if nasa wanted to fake another uh, space launch and they're like hey we're gonna make uh five thousand different companies make us one part each so yeah. they could all be part of it that's what they yeah. did with the with the moon landing um hoax um and they have to pay these companies these are real companies, so they're going to order all these parts, and then they're going to type. They they just going to type in, okay, set, send this number, this many ones and zeros to this company. Absolutely, yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. coming from nowhere. There's no accounting. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. So money so, doesn't make sense. Yeah, but the sixty million dollars a day is is real because they're taking it from us. Correct. Yes. They're you know the money makes sense when you're That's controlled the point. by it. That's sure. The point. When you're yes. controlled by. It. Yeah, yeah, because we're losing it, so it's coming from it's coming from us exactly. Yeah, yeah, and again, I totally, I totally agree. I just hear it all the time when people are really trying to figure this out because that's the number, the biggest question that everyone has when they first hear about this. Even two years into this, you start thinking about. You're like, but yeah, but why would they lie? How many people have yeah. to be involved? And and the, and the answer to the question is, there's not very many people that really are knowledgeable on the entire big picture. Period. Yeah. That's my understanding on it. There'd be very few on it because again, the more people that are in on it, the less chance you have to conceal that and keep that long term. That's just my understanding and what, what my opinion is on it. But really, when you look at it as a spiritual thing, you got to remember, he studied mankind. He understands the way we operate. And again, to work on something. And again, I will say that it's not just about the lie itself, David. It's about to prepare us for the big one that's coming into this world. Like I think it's like a, not a, it's a means to an end. It's not the end itself. This yes. is a means. Get the world ready and adapted so that they will believe the great deception because we're warned in the Bible that there is going to be one massive grand deception that's going to come into the world and it's going to deceive the whole world. Now the question is what in the world could that be that would affect everyone? Yeah. I don't know. Rob, Rob Skiba posted a Netflix video that's coming out January 1st called The Messiah. You know what? I Did looked you... into it and it's all about really, and here's the thing. It's funny too because, and we're going to get into that. I'm going to be talking about Islam and Muslims, but Muslims, if you look at the name of the actual character in Messiah, it's actually the deceiver, the Antichrist. So what was interesting is they kind of screwed up because it was Muslims that figured it out that uh, there's going to be a big twist at the end of this series where it's not going to be Jesus or, or the real true Christ. It's going to be the Antichrist. But what's interesting about mm. Islam they even believe that Jesus is going to defeat the Antichrist. That Muslims believe that Jesus is coming back again. So the reason I'm saying that is there's something very significant about this Jesus character. And what we say, David, is what's intriguing is the Bible goes so far as to say that he is the creator. Maybe, yeah. uh, Nate, you can bring up the, the verse that it talks about because like, we can talk about creator and God. Yeah. And people stop in their tracks when you start saying, well, wh what are you talking about? We're saying that the Bible. Well, I, I shared, says. you know, I shared uh, in my FEIC presentation that was from Colossians chapter one, where it basically says that there was nothing uh, that was created that wasn't created through Jesus Christ. So, you know, Colossians chapter one is the is the chapter on that. It, it's amazing because it really just comes right out, and you know, it doesn't pull any punches, and it and it says that you know everything was created. Uh, through him, yeah, by and, him, for uh, him, through him, yeah, by him, him, through him, yeah. all things, you know, all things, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's really uh, a powerful thing when you, uh, you know, when you consider that. It says in verse seventeen, he is before all things, and by him all things consist. 
So, you know, it talks about that, uh, him as creator. So it's interesting that, that they actually believe, you know, that he's, he's coming back and that he's going to do that battle, you know? And yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I always say, you know, when we're talking on the show is regardless, wherever you feel about Jesus, the fact of the matter is he's incredibly significant because he touches all religions. But the reason yeah. I bring that up, David, it was a good segue into what I was going to bring up anyways. Don't you find it interesting that when you look around at the religious flat earthers, have you noticed the fact that I would say by a massive majority, 99.9% of them are Christian? Why do you think that is? Because you can say, well, no, I think there's other religions out there. Okay, for example, Islam is the second world's biggest religion. If you're talking about the three big ones, Judaism, Christianity, you know, and yeah. Islam. It is the second biggest in the entire world. And yet there are no massive YouTube channels. There's not massive numbers that are coming out. And I'll tell you the reason why. Because in the Quran, if you're going to take the Quran literal, which they would have to do, you're going to find out it is false. <clears throat> it actually says in the Quran in Surah 1886 that the sun sets in a pool of mud. That's why this is never going to touch Islam. I mean, Mark Sargent always talks about, you know, Muslims and it touches all the religions. But the only problem is the only book that's consistent, if you take it literal, is the Bible. And that's why you're seeing exactly what you're seeing. That's not why there's thousands of Muslims that are waking up to flat earth in their Quran. Now, they might wake up to flat earth and realize that the Bible, you know, and they're looking into the Torah and they're looking into the New Testament and they're seeing how it all comes together. But the fact of the matter is, I always kind of scratch my head at the beginning. I'm like, wait a minute. Why aren't there like thousands and thousands of Muslims or massive, you know, Muslim channels talking about flat earth? And the reason yeah. is because it, this is one way that I think God is starting to show the markers of what the true book was all along. Because the Bible cannot find any fault when it comes to flat earth. Even, even secular researchers that have no hand and they don't even care about religion or the Bible are finding in their scientific research, it's all lining up. Like Jaron talks about atmospheric dome, right? He always talks about, you know, all these things. So it's interesting how it's kind of gelling all together. And even though someone might not be religious or believe in the Bible, they're all going one direction. Have you ever found that kind of in your studies, uh, David? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with anything you just said. It's, uh, it's just a lot to take in for me. Oh yeah, we we don't. I, I mean, I'm saying it more for the audience because again, we have a pretty strong religious or Christian audience and stuff. And again, it's something that you know is interesting to think about, right? And I find it amazing. And I always tell people like, who cares? Who cares about this topic? Well, someone like you that was an atheist your whole life, and then instantly in a split second, all of a sudden you become a you know agnostic at the very least, or a believer or a theist. I mean, you know the difference. You know what a theist is, correct, David? I, you can define it for me. It's well, somebody that believes, in, believes a in a God, in a God, for yeah. the most part, a one rather than like, you know, polyistic and, you know, pantheistic, you know, there's different, there's different yeah. words, you know, for these type of things. But what I find interesting in the whole flat earth thing, it gels biblically speaking. I mean, you know, like there's other people that will say, well, I have problems with the Bible and stuff like this, but they'll totally agree in line with anything to do with the creation in the Bible. You know, that's a whole other matter. But I find it very intriguing how this is what this, these are the people that are being woken up and everyone's research is kind of coming together. It's gelling together. I, I've not seen a brand new, you know, flat earth religion with a new God and a new book and all that being created. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, so, Bob mentioned he wanted to bring up a, a flat, make a flat earth religion. He thought of it as an idea, very interesting concept. It's but, interesting. I, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. it hasn't been done. I would never advocate myself well, personally. I'm just surprised that it's not being done. What I'm surprised about is people aren't waking up every day in the flat earth community and going, wait a minute. And I said this at the conference and that was kind of the big thing was finding the creator through creation. 
How come mm-hmm. in the flat earth community, people that really, you know, aren't religious, don't believe in the Bible, whatever, why aren't they intrigued? Like, aren't they like, wait a minute, there must be a true creator. If we're all truthers, we have to agree that spiritually there can only be one truth. It's like saying that the globe is true and then the flat earth is true at the same time. We know that's false. So is it true in the spiritual sense that there's only one true way? Yeah, Robbie, you... And, and I, I don't want to get too deep into what my what my beliefs are. I, I really I like keeping that to to myself. Sure, sure. Um, just just but, talk in general for other people. Then it, yeah. not you personally. Just just what do you think? It's kind of like what have you noticed? What have you heard? It's like sure. you don't. Not, we'll we'll leave you out of out of it personally. Just kind of in general sense. What have you noticed? And I mean, you've been in this now for quite a while, David. And it's like well, looking around. What have you noticed? Well, I, what I've noticed is there's a lot of hardcore Christian in flat earth and mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is the majority I'm saying there's a lot sure. that those are the people that have kept me away from Christianity okay mm-hmm. uh, those, you know th- those people um, are I would say are pushing you know what once you see flat earth um, I'm using a, a flat earth as an analogy sure. to to finding God um, if you once you see flat earth there can be a bunch of um, nasty flat earthers that can oh, say sure. all sorts of stuff, sure. but they're not going to push you away because you already saw it. Got right? you. Got you. Okay. So you have people that have seen God, have found Jesus, and there's uh, other people that can come and say horrible things, but they're not going to push them away. Okay. You know, they're not going to push them away because they've already seen it. It's the people that haven't seen flat earth, sure. the people that haven't seen, uh, you know, Jesus. Um, isn't it more important to 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 bring people so they can you know like like Owen Benjamin has brought so many people to see God. I have brought so many people to real from from there is no creator. Absolutely. I am a product of evolution. Yep. To oh my God, there is a creator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yep. where I am. Yep. That's yep. that is that is my calling. I am I am to stay at this first step because if you don't get on the first step you can't see any of the other steps and and that's what i do so um and we, we, and we, I, we, all, and, we already talked about that we wouldn't get into what you you know we won't get into you personally david it was more of you know looking at everything what have you noticed now you mentioned there's been a lot of people turned off by christianity based on the actions of christians and that's horrible that's just like people being turned off by flat earth by you know flat earth extremism um, yeah. You know, I totally agree. That's a huge problem. That's why we're talking about this, David, is like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what's the answer? Because, again, we're not the ones that are going to be sitting there bashing people or smacking them over the head and saying, repent and you're going to go to hell and all these type of things. We're saying that, look, something extraordinary is happening. We all understand that supernaturally something massive is happening. We're spiritually being woken up. Would you would you think that you were just so smart that you came to this? What do you mean? Like, like, do you think that something like something supernatural woke you up to flat earth? Or you just think that you were smarter than the average person or you had studied enough about the Illuminati that you were, you know, riped for it? Like my, my understanding is that we can't really take credit for waking up to the flat earth, uh, the globe deception. I think God showed me. Okay, good. Yeah. God, God, you know, gave me eyes to see. There you go. Um, Okay. Awesome. and cool. there's Robbie. There's you know there's people like you, Pastor Nate and Robbie, and you know Rand Rand Paul from Flat Out Elected, um, and uh, I'm trying to think who else. But just off the top of my head, oh, and, and uh, Rob Skiba, those, you four are are you never push people away. You you don't sure. care where they yeah, are. Yeah. You're just putting 
putting out the information and, you know, hey, check it out, you know, and if you don't check it out, that's fine, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. whatever. And and that works. That okay, works. Cool. Yeah. And I agree with you. I agree with but you. Remember, Nobody is just like I forcing. I, during my research, you know. At... Go ahead. Yeah. Hello? Well, I, you guys got garbled out a second ago. Oh, go. sorry. There so I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's like if you ram flat earth down someone's throat, you know, I mean, they're not going to be receptive. So I agree. It's the same sure. type of thing. We have to be, you know, gentle. We have to be loving. I mean, especially be there. If someone has questions. I mean, that's the yeah. thing you're saying about Skiba and myself and Nate and, you know, and there's other people in the community that, you know, aren't, you know, that gentle. You know what I mean? They're really nasty. Uh, and again, nasty people exist. We, we'd agree that in any type of belief system, there's nasty people. In my research on, all, you know, before I came across Flat Earth, I would be listening to all sorts of shows and great, guys, this is fantastic. I'm, I'm getting all this information. And then they'd mention Jesus. I'm like, that's it. And I'd rip out the whole page, totally. everything that I liked, and I'd throw it in the garbage, and I'd tune out, and I was gone. I was oh, gone. Wow. That's who yeah. I was. Totally. Um, because I'm like, I have to discredit because this guy's a religious fool. Yeah. Um, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. You know, he, he, he's being fooled. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's where I was. So that was me. And guess what? There's a lot of me out there because oh, of yeah. this ball deception, yeah. because it started to really, yes, there's, so there's more of me out there than yeah. there's not of me out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I am, I am extremely careful to maintain that position where they can get on that first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, I understand. I mean, like looking at just what you've been doing, you totally have a calling and I wouldn't ask you to change a bit because honestly, that, that bridge, that gap, what you do going on with audiences that have no clue and you kind of piece it together. It's almost like pre, you know, flat earth, right? And you're right. I mean, someone comes to it, they're on their own journey at that point, right? It's not up to us to decide for people what journey to take. We're there to give them the information and say, do you want to, you know, accept it or not? You know, do you want to look at it or not? So I think right. you do a phenomenal job with that. So that I don't think it would be advantageous for you to change anything or have someone pressure you to think that you got to do anything different. I think you're doing a phenomenal job, but I think you realize, and you just, you mentioned it as well, that this was a calling, you were woke up and you're on a mission, yes. but that mission was granted to you and purposed by God, which is incredible. So we're just excited. There's a lot of people I can tell you, myself, Nate, Rob, others that are really praying for you in the sense of going, you're on a big mission, you know, for protection, you know, for blessing because i mean how many people are being affected through the words that are being spoken through you you know absolutely robbie i have no fear that when i get called in front of the father for my you know like how did you do in this lifetime i have no fear i'm fine i'm yeah. I, i'm in the right place i'm where i'm supposed to be and uh and 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 i, I appreciate all the prayers and uh yeah absolutely keep, um, so no we def we definitely I, will i mean and with I, the, uh, sorry go ahead yeah. No, I was going to say, I just uh, listened to today, um, I, I'm a subscriber to Veritas Radio uh, with Mel Fabregas. Uh, uh, I love the guy. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he, season 11 just started today. And at the beginning of every season, he has... Uh, um, Can you do uh, his voice? Neil, Can you do Neil an impression? Frank. Can you try to no, do I, it, his I, voice? I cannot. Okay. He has Neil Kramer on, who's a, an amazing um, researcher and... He talked about God, and I thought about it today, and he, he always talks about God and, and how that we're, we're here. One of the things he said right at the beginning was that um, we're here to seek truth and then to share that tr truth with others. And, and, uh, and, 
and when you, you know, and then when your time comes, you know, if that's what you did, if you squandered that time we have here by not looking for truth, mm-hmm. then you're going to, you you know, you're not going to go to the next level or wh- whatever it is, exactly how he said it. I, I just recommend that everybody listen to it. But the two things I want to say about it. One, Veritas Radio, the first hour is on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube uh, the first week or it comes out next week or, um, but try to listen to that. But th- I thought about it. If I had heard this guy um, say this exact speech six years ago before I heard about Flat Earth, I would have mm-hmm. tuned right out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, just you like, know, go ahead. One of the things, Robbie, you were talking about, you know, different callings. Uh, I, I had a great time in Denver. I thought Denver FEIC was amazing. And I've got to tell you, I, I felt before Dallas, I felt like there was something special about Dallas, right? And mm-hmm. And not just because I knew, you know, I had already known after talking with you, you know, what plans you had, mm-hmm. but uh, I just had the, I just had a spiritual feeling about the conference. I, I looked at the speakers, I looked at all the different topics, and I was just like, man, it just seemed like there was uh, just the roster of people just complemented, you know, the truth so well, and everything kind of fell into place. It just seemed like a very powerful a power packed, you know, series of, of talks. And so I think that was, uh, that was wonderful. And, it, you know, it's hard to do something like that. Let's be honest. It's an international conference. It's not billed as a Christian conference, although obviously you're a Christian. Many of the people there are Christians, mm-hmm. but I just, I felt like the, the, there was a lot of unity, uh, present. And I think that a lot of that unity had to do with, look, we're all here to share truth, right? And uh, I felt like it was a, it was a powerful event. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys felt that way, but for me, I was just like, wow, you know, hands down, Dallas is, was my favorite. You know, I, yeah. I've been going through all of the the, the presentations because I missed you know I missed three quarters of them sure, while I was there. Yeah, yeah. Too. And uh, the, every I'm loving them all. Yeah. Um, one of the, my most amazing moments uh, there was. Um, what Nathan uh, Roberts was it? Nathan what Reynolds. It? Nathan Reynolds. Nathan Reynolds. Sorry. The, yeah, the closer. Yeah, yeah. My my so, closer for 2019. Yeah. yeah so so I didn't see his presentation, and um, I heard some people's reactions to it. Some a lot of people loved it, and a lot of yeah. people like ah, you know, it was it seemed a little over the top and whatever. And mm-hmm. so I had a prejudged um, opinion of it. Sure. And um, at the after the award ceremony, uh, I I saw him and I was like I. I I knew who he was just because I'd seen this picture. I, I really knew nothing about the guy. And uh, he came up to me and said, hey, it's because of you that I became a flat earther. Wow. Right? He saw something yeah. that I – he saw my videos or, or whatever it was. And I'm like, all right, well, thanks. A lot, of, a lot of people said that. And uh, th- that was a really good feeling. It kind of justifies the work I've been doing. But then I watched his presentation after the conference, and uh, it blew me away. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that he became a flat earther because of something I did, just basically showing me the scorecard. Yeah. You know, because I do all of the stuff, and I know that it's affecting. I, I'm hoping that it's affecting people. Yeah, but sure. I, I always, I always, I said, I said to God before the conference, show me. You know that I'm making a difference, and I can't tell you how many people came up to me and and showed me the scorecard. Dude, yeah. you, you had and, and I know it's not about awards, but you won four. 
four and there was only 20. Three and a half. Three yeah, and a half. I know. Well, Jaron's part of one, but honestly, you were named in four awards. I don't think anyone, yeah. I mean, that's something, that's a bar to be set, I'll tell you. Well, that, that's, you know, David, what, what you were seeing was you were witnessing confirmations. You know, I had some of those too. It was great. And the, for me, the, the most, uh, I guess, rewarding thing, if you could call it rewarding, um, you know, after my talk, I went back to my booth, you know, cause I had a booth there. I had some of my books and a few other friends books, you know, Chad Taylor and, and Andy Denny. And, uh, I had, uh, some people come to me and I, and I had a young guy, you know, that said, Hey, uh, I'm not, I, I haven't been a believer, you know, but you know, I need to, I need to get to know the creator, you know, and he came over and talked to me and, and that was awesome. Cause this was a, you know, this was a young millennial dude, you know, he was probably in his early thirties or whatever. And, uh, that was exciting. You know, I had a couple of different conversations like that. And then when I got back home, uh, the first week after FEIC, I got several emails along the same line, you know. Uh, so I think you'll continue to get, uh, you know, confirmations. And uh, some of them I got in person at FEIC. Others, they shot me an email or messaged me on Facebook. Uh, they were at the conference or they were watching the live stream. And uh, I didn't even know they existed until they reached out and, and shared that with me. So those are really cool. You know, it kind of gives you fuel for your fire and uh, helps you to keep keep cruising on. Yeah, I, I, I just people say, well, David, why do you do this? And why? Well, I don't understand how you could not do this when you see the world that we're in. You know, if you have children, if you care, if you have anyone that's living in this world, why would you not want to, you know, expose this deception? Yeah. And, and I mean, our lives are being stolen from us. It, it's mm -hmm. it's unreal. It, it's bigger than most flat earthers realize. Yeah, yeah the deception. I agree with that. I agree it, with that. It, it, they're 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 stealing everything about us, and they're leaving us in this little empty shell with nothing. Yes. You know, and. and, uh, and 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 Absolutely. hold that thought. And we'll We're, talk about that when we come uh, back. Exposing the lies every Saturday here on Revolution Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Good-looking people out there in Revolution Radio. This is Mario. I invite you to join me Thursdays at 6 o'clock for this, that, and the other. The show about you, the show about me, but ultimately it's a show where we try to have a little bit of fun. We discuss important topics and we do our best to be apolitical. 
So I invite you, put on your favorite pair of comfy sweats, your smoking jacket, and grab a beverage of your choice, and join me Thursday evenings at 6 o'clock for this, that, and the other on Revolution Radio. Enter into a world unseen on Raven Star's Witching Hour. You will encounter eclectic topics from the realm of spirit brought into our matrix of truth. With your host, the Solaris Blue Raven. Solaris will bring you an array of unique guests covering topics from ghostly spirits to amazing anomalies, covert technology, UFOs, and shadowy global events. And that's right here at Revolution Radio FreedomSlips.com, Saturdays, midnight till 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. Let the magic rise. Hello, Karl Marx here. Look at my wonderful hair. Notice how I sweep it back. Karl? I call it the 360 sweep. Beard, sideburns, and the magnificent quaff. Karl! What? What is this? You're on the radio. They can't see you. Oh, yeah, I get confused. Want to learn more about the Marxist agenda and other important stuff? Listen to The Ultimate Remedy with L.B. Bork, Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Revolution Radio. This is Barbara DeLong, host of Nightlight Radio, inviting you to join me on a cosmic journey. Exploring a metaphysical montage of spiritual material, covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between, including spiritual readings for those who seek enlightenment. Let Nightlight provide you with equal measure of light, love and laughter, insight, wisdom, and inspiration. Monday nights, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Studio B, Revolution Radio, at freedomslips.com. All right. Thanks for listening. Why don't we take that short break here at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. And now we're going to get back to your host. Hey, welcome back to Celebrate Truth. This is hour two. Our guest tonight is David Weiss. And we were talking in the first hour about so much. And near the end, we got into how much this is affecting people. This is literally life-changing. This is not just world-changing. This is life-changing. David, do you yeah. ever stop and think about exactly when these people walk up to you? I'm sure you get all different types of people. But really, when they're looking you in the eyes, they're saying, honestly, thanks for what you do. Like, isn't that the most amazing feeling? It, it, I, I want to say it's not the reason I do it. It but it is validation for what I do. I, I'm yes. I'm doing this selfishly for me, sure, for my kids. Um, but just you know, during the break in the chat, two people in the chat said you know they came. One of them came to the conference because of me, because of me being on Owen, and another person said uh, you know me, Jerry, and Mark Sargent helped wake them up. And mm-hmm. um, it's really it is nice to know. I always reference um, "It's a Wonderful Life," the the you know the Christmas <laughs> movie, mm-hmm. and and how how the um, Clarence the Angel shows him the difference that he made in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and 
And literally when I said, you know, I, I, I want that Clarence moment. I want that, you know, it's a wonderful life moment. I got it at the conference. And, nice. um, nice. and it, it, it's, uh, it's nice to know that it's working. Mm-hmm. So sure. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I, I, I just did another interview with Chris Jericho that's coming out uh, the first nice. week of January. Nice. Um, and, uh, and, and I think it was really good. I did a I did a show the other day. I don't remember where it was. Uh, God, I don't even remember. But uh, I'm getting so much feedback from it. It was um oh it was that my alien life podcast. Okay. It, yep. And these guys believe in aliens and the space program and everything. And mm-hmm. and I and I started out by telling them yeah. I'm not taking away their aliens or their secret space program. I'm just explaining it a little better because uh. it it makes so much more sense on a flat Earth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a, a, kind of a difficult one for me. It was really the idea that there was no such thing as space as what we've been taught and really that we were under a dome. Those were the two things that really blew my mind. But I think the alien thing, especially in the UFO circles, I mean, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow, you know. Well, but again, it, I, it, it just I changes. It, it shifts. I know you've explained this. You can explain it again. Yeah, no. People say aliens and extraterrestrials, two different things. Most most people in the in that secret space program world uh Aliens and extraterrestrials are the same thing to them. They're they're people from other planets. Well, they're mm. people from across the plane. That's all. I got a question you for know, you though. I got a question for you though. Okay, this is ahead. a question for you personally. I don't think you'll have a problem with this. Now, have you ever expanded on that? Why would that make sense for these other terrestrial beings from on the other side of the plane to come in and mess around with us? Why wouldn't they communicate to us? Tell us? I mean, you, obviously, you've heard the biblical explanation of what most Christians believe is the answer for aliens. Correct? Uh, what is it? is that they're the fallen ones, that they're they're basically demonic. I mean, they're the other ones that are told all throughout the Bible that they're here to be enemy with God, but also with his people, right? So they're here to confuse us, right, to lie right. to us, all these things. So but that's not what I'm talking about. There, okay. I, I, that, that, that stuff is probably, I can't prove oh, it. Oh, so you I believe in other, other, other creations, like other humans? No, I'm just, I believe that there's uh, not even other humans. There's just... Humans from extra terra, the extraterrestrials. That so you're saying, not... yeah, you're saying, uh, you know, in other words, the flat, the the you would expand the typical flat Earth. Past model Antarctica, is... past Antarctica is what you, oh, I think. Maybe, past the like, ring, Robbie. Maybe not even past Antarctica. Okay. Maybe maybe there's swaths of ocean out there that are, you know, we're not allowed to go in. There, there's, you know, there's there's parts of it out there that that we haven't explored. I'm following so. you. I'm following you. But then people yeah. are being abducted. People are actually going through real, you know, experiences. And I mean, people are having record experiences all over the world of this phenomenon happening. What... That's, that's aliens. That, that, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not even getting into that part. Oh, okay. I'm just talking about that, you know, the, the elite view themselves as uh, they're better than us. Superhuman. Yeah. Superhuman. Um, so let's just call them a runaway civilization. And maybe okay. They, okay. Yeah. I maybe hear they have lands that we, uh, okay. we don't have. Access. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I agree that's with that. Sure. But we were so talking about are, aliens. In my opinion, extraterrestrials. No, aliens. That's a separate thing. Okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. you, gotcha. when you're, if someone asks you, you're on a podcast and they say, okay, yep. but what about, we've done all this research. This stuff's happening. What are aliens, David? If they ask yeah, you. They're, they're, uh, if you ask me, I have no proof. But they're fall demons. Okay. They're fallen angels. Okay. Yes. I have yes. no. All right. 
that that is the only explanation I can come up with. I have cool. zero proof of it. So sure, sure, I understand uh, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but but um, again, out of a, all the belief, yeah, 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 yeah. My, my point that, is, you know, that's an informed opinion based on your observation, your research, yeah. you know, discussions with other people. So yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think it's fair to give that as as just my informed opinion. You know. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, all, all I'm just trying to narrow it down and saying of all the reasonable explanations, looking at it from a very secular point of view, even just looking at it. You're kind of yeah. like, how many options do I really have that really make sense in my brain? Like, like the the fact that there is, we're not on a spinning ball flying through space. In the same yeah. way, what logically makes sense going on here with aliens? So I think you, you're kind of bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, what do you think the the wandering stars are, the planet, um, and uh, that we see in the sky? Well, I mean, we're we're told. I mean, that's a whole other discussion. We can get into that with Nate. He's done a lot of research on it as well. But really, I mean, what we're looking at is, in one way, everything that's created in the sky are lights, right? You've gone to great lengths telling people that we have no clue. They're lights in the sky. That's what we're told. But then also, when you get into the stars and you get into the wandering stars, I mean, if you look at extra biblical texts like Enoch, you definitely get told yeah. they actually went against what they were told to do and literally they're going to have a punishment kind of like hell or there's a punishment yeah, it says they they've got a punishment. Be, it says that they will be judged they and will be so judged it, it's interesting yeah. because you know they're you don't judge it. an you don't judge an inanimate object like a rock you, know? you don't judge a rock yeah. you know so there is a sentient like there's they're a being of some sort again the bible just yeah. talks about it that way again what exactly i really don't know i mean we'd have to so, almost do a wait hold on, on this. hold on so 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 it, without getting too specific the wandering stars, in your opinion, are. I think fall, they're fallen angels. Is that, or, well, or I believe they're a different that, class. Uh, I'd say they're even a different yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like you know, you have different classes of angels, right? You have the, you know, you have a couple of different classes of angels that are said to be around the throne. You know, you get the seraphim and these. Then you have what's called the messenger. You know, messenger angels. You know, Gabriel and these types that have. Yeah, yeah. You know, the archangels. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the cherubim, the seraphim. So I believe that this is just my opinion based on the studies, different studies of both scripture and then also some of the extra biblical texts, you know, the Book of Enoch and whatever else. I believe that uh, those particular stars could be, could very well be, and are likely some type of a separate class of angels. Um, and they happen to be, you know, their their big characteristic is they happen to be light, right? Because their purpose is to do what? Because even in Genesis 1, it doesn't say the stars are angels. But in Genesis 1, it says the sun, moon, and the stars do a couple of things. They give light, and they're for signs, seasons, days, and years. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're a, a special class and that they disobeyed their courses. You know, they had a job to do. Uh, they disobeyed that, and it, it says in the book of Enoch that, uh, I believe it's chapter 7 of 1st Enoch, I could be wrong on that, but it says that, you know, they went out of their courses, and it says that they will be judged. So it's quite an interesting study, and, you know, I, I'm with David on this. I don't have the, you know, smoking gun proof sure. that proves that these are angels or these are this. I'm just sharing. That's my best. You answered my question. I, I didn't have the right word. So you yeah. believe that they are um, angelic in some form and yes. that they're yeah. disobeying yeah. God. Yeah, I would believe that they're in some way, you know, I, I think they're different than Gabriel, you know. Correct. Uh, but then again, even with the angels, like the messengers, like angels, uh, who the Bible also calls ministering spirits, they minister to men. Uh, they even ministered to Jesus in the garden. Mm -hmm. So I, but I think um, 
that, you know, there are different classes and some we know more about than others, right? Uh, because, you know, there's details about some of the seraphim that are around the throne of God and, you know, their wings and their eyes and different things like that. But yeah. one thing to remember is that many of the angels, the messenger class of angels that came to earth and visited men, prophets, you know, different patriarchs of families, um, that sort of thing, they were able to take on human form. And so the question in my mind then is, what is exactly their form when they're not human? Obviously, they're a spiritual type of being. But even with that, you know, we don't have... Uh, it's interesting, like some of these... Um, you know, video games or a comic book series, you know, I remember being a kid, I don't know if you guys were into this stuff, but when I was a kid, you know, you'd buy the the booklet that goes with it, you know, and it's got all the pictures of all the, you know, actors or all the people or whatever it is. And it has all these, you know, facts and sheets and details on all of them and diagrams and here's what they do. And, you know, it's, the Bible isn't like that. It doesn't tell us every detail that we'd like to know, but it tells us what we need to know, you know, for the purposes of the message that that God is, uh, you know, putting forth. But it's such an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I think I think probably Rob Skiba is on the same, you know, wavelength. So, yeah. Robbie and I, you know, that there's some type of sentient being. I believe I, believe I heard Here, here's another that word. Here's another interesting thing to consider. He he yep. like numbered like the grains of sand. You know, he numbered yep. certain things, but he gave each star a different name. You only name yeah. things that have some sort of sentence. You know what I mean? We name animals, yeah. we name. So again, anything that has life. So it has some sort of life ability to it when he actually would give each one a specific yes. name, not just stars. And that's it. He said, I gave yeah. each one a different name because they differ in glory. They differ sure. in, in, how, in definition. How, um, how do you, so when you look at astrology, that how your life is, affected about where these wandering stars were when you were born how, how do you tie that all together oh there, there's a there's yeah, a deep one a really getting into question. i mean there's obviously yeah. there's astronomy and there's astrology now i know yeah. that a lot of people are saying oh there's no problem with astrology all i know though is the bible goes to great lengths to warn against it yeah and saying do not yeah because uh, you know, dabble it, in it's it. a form it's a form of what the bible would call divination okay where you're trying to go outside of the boundaries of of you know the of the information that god has provided for his creation so divination could be uh, you know, trying to contact spirits, you know, yeah. demons, you yeah. know, get information about stuff. I think it's very uh, it, real, but it's very dark. Yeah. And again, when you tap into it, yeah. he warns you. He says there's going to be consequences. It's not like it yeah. can't be true. There's truth there. But again, it's very well, think, dangerous. Think truth. About, like a Ouija you know, board. Ouija board, you know. Think about it. It is, it is without, and I'm not saying people are doing this consciously. Some are, but the vast majority aren't. But think about this. There's warnings in the Old Testament, right? Israel was told uh, specifically, he didn't just say, ah, this is a bad idea and other people are doing it. He said, do not. Uh, in Deuteronomy 18 and other chapters, he discusses, and he's, it's specifically prohibited to worship the stars. Um, you know, and there was actually a warning against that. So when you think about it, when people are, I, I think there's a difference, guys. Okay, there is a difference because we know that in Genesis 1, it says for signs, seasons, days, and years. So there are some things that happen in our, you know, what we would call our night sky, right, that actually uh, are from God. But then again, there's, you know, there's a misuse of that. And uh, 
So how do we delineate all of that? You know, we don't have a, a book that outlines all that. But basically, no. as Robbie said, it, it, there's a warning against it because who are you? Who are you going to follow? Are you going to follow the Creator, right? Or are you going to follow potentially Creation. some fallen stars? You know, yeah. some fallen entities, um, and, and you know that might try to mess with you. <laughs> so, and another point, and another point, David, is don't you find it intriguing how even science is bringing us back to your stardust? stars, right? Alex mm. Crowley talked about every man and every woman is a star. So if you understand the star yeah. connection, you're seeing this luring to come to the stars, where you can get your knowledge, where you can get your insight, where you look at Yahweh, all throughout the Bible, yeah. he warns and says, listen, do not do as this is done. You know, there's danger there. So I'm saying there's probably real truth in there. There's real knowledge. Like the yeah. Illuminati doesn't just walk around because they're stupid. They're actually getting illuminated to certain knowledge. It's a oh, very sure. dangerous knowledge and it comes with a cost. So he's yeah. just warning his people. He's saying, look, you obviously have the choice. You could do it or not. He's saying, Please, do not do it. It's a command. So well, you can choose to obey it, you know, or it fits, rebel. It fits as well with the book of First Enoch where it talks about the watchers, you know, that took for themselves wives. What does it say? It says that they taught their wives knowledge of certain things. Yes. Now, the knowledge that they taught was real. It wasn't fake stuff. It was no. real, legit stuff. But what art was the war. problem? One was art of yeah. war. One was art astrology. War, one know, was the moon. Uh, one was the sun. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and so here's the thing. It was knowledge that they had. Why did why did angels need to have that the kind of knowledge of the stars and all of that? Well, because they're serving the Father in, in those capacities in some ways, right? They travel through the heavens, right? Uh, but that wasn't our, for us to know. But so the angels gave them hidden or secret knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And so when you look at the when you look at the occult, you know, and you discuss esoteric or secret knowledge, uh, some of it is, you know, knowledge that man has gained, I believe, and it goes all the way back to the fallen angels. Correct. So again, it comes down to who, where are you getting your information, right? And and let me just say this: I I was raised, you know, and and preached in a very conservative religious group for years. I will tell you that a lot of times we'd get to certain scriptures that talk about, you know, demons and spiritual stuff. We would kind of shy away from that, like, almost like, nah, that's not really a thing, you know, we don't have to worry about that. That's not a real thing. But what I came to believe, and what I believe now, is that the reason why there's warnings in scripture to stay away from so much stuff is because it is real, not because yeah. it's fairy tale. Yeah. It's, it's, it's evil, but yeah. it's real. Yeah, what's intriguing too, also when he was talking about when the fallen ones were teaching mankind certain arts, they were teaching yeah. them uh, the cutting of the root, right, for different yeah. things. They were they were teaching them like the of the stars. There was one angel that yeah. was just teaching the secrets of the moon. But here's where it will really blow yes. your mind, David. Maybe throw this back in your head because it's still, I don't know, I don't know where to go on this one. There was one angel <laughs> dedicated to teach the secret of the clouds. To this yeah. day, and I brought this up with Skiba and many others, and again, you know, I've never really started on this study, but there was something so specific, there's so something so secretive when it comes to even the clouds, because one angel was in charge of teaching the secret of the clouds. It's just kind of, you know, that's off on the side. But yeah, the are, whole are you, thing. Are you trying to get me to talk about my latest thoughts on clouds? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, I, I want to also branch off the whole spiritual thing. I think we've really talked about it. I think we have the same yeah. understanding. You know, it's fascinating. I think to, to conclude the whole spiritual end of this discussion is really as truthers, this is the truth. There can only be one true creator. The question is, who is he? Who is it? And I think it's advantageous for anyone, wherever you are, it makes logical sense to be a lot more fascinated with the creator than the creation itself. Now, the creation teaches us of the creator, 
But mm. to go your life 5, 10, 20 years, not really, really trying to find out because there could only be one truth. As truthers, we're already there. We already understand that principle. We're not postmodern thinking that whatever you believe is right for you and what's right for you, you know, me. If I believe it's a globe, it's a globe for me, but for you it's flat. We're both, we're both right. I mean, that's complete crazy nonsense that is yeah. being taught in universities Ridiculous. now. It is. It's Ridiculous. crazy and it's widespread everywhere. Believe. So well, it's like, well, you believe that, I'll believe that. The fact of the matter was, Pilate himself said, what is true? Have you ever stopped to think about the definition? If someone asks you, David, it's like, what is truth? That's a hard question to answer. Yeah. You know, people will say, okay. well, it's the opposite of a lie. But Pilate asked. And, he, and again, there's only one person ever saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And it was Jesus. And the question is, is he telling the truth or not? But if he is telling the truth, I'm telling you, not just your whole world will change when it comes to creation. Everything we're talking about, from the stars, from everything, eschatology, what's to come, all that stuff. So I just urge people, I don't try to beat them over the head, try to you know convert yes. them. I just say, look, isn't that fascinating that you have one person here standing up above all of them and something must be going on? Let me take time and research into him and see what happens. See what happens. If, if a person devotes even half the energy that a diehard flat earther would do on their search for the creator, they're going to find him. Because you know that yeah. flat earthers are diehard, man. They're like 120% all the way. You are like 180,000%, you know, every day, 24-7 almost, right? So what I'm saying is if you know deep in your heart you are actually taking the amount of that time to really search it out for you, don't listen to anyone kind of like what we say as flat earthers, right? We say, don't listen to me. Go do your own research. Go and sure. search him out for yourself because it says in the Bible, if you search for me, you will find me. Yeah, that, that's what I shared at, at FEIC, and, and I really do believe that. That's why I stressed, you know, um, it has to be each person's own belief, right? I can't force someone to believe, but I can encourage them to seek it out. And and what I the reason why I was stressing that at FEIC in my part was because I believe that that scripture from Jeremiah that you're referencing, uh, Robbie, is a promise. I think it's a promise from the Creator. He says, you will seek me. And you will find me Correct. when you seek me with your whole heart. And Correct. so that's what I try to encourage people to do is just say, have you really sought him out with your heart? Have you asked him to reveal himself to you? Because I personally believe he is a good God. He's not just the creator of an amazing world, yeah. but I really believe he's a good God and he wants to have a relationship um, and so that's why I try to encourage people, you know, to be diligent in that. Um, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, Robbie and I, you know, as David mentioned, you know, we we don't try to force anyone. You know, the Bible says to speak the truth, but it says speak the truth in love. And I think one of the big problems is we have people, uh, and I don't know, David, I'd like to get your opinion on this. Uh, you know, speaking the truth in love, we have a lot of people that are on one side or the other of that. And and maybe that was what you were referring to when you said hardcore Christians. I mean, you can clarify that if I'm if I'm misreading that, but I would suspect that you're, you know, you probably experience a lot of quote Christians who were pushing hard on truth but weren't showing a lot of love. They weren't doing it for the right motivations. They weren't, you know, coming across as loving. I'm I'm curious to see what, you know, what's your take on that? I don't know if they, you know, someone that comes across hard, they might have the the proper motivation, just not the proper technique. Uh, uh, the delivery. Um, approach, yeah. The, yeah. Approach, yeah, approach, it's just, approach. It's, it's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's horrifying what some of them do. And uh, they, they they just tell you facts. They, you know, 
you're going to hell if you don't do this right yeah, now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, it, it's just like, it, it's, I don't want to hear any of that. I, sure. I, um, I know where I am. You know, I have my relationship with God sure. and that's, that's it. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm listening. I'm hearing. I'm That's learning. Awesome. I'm not an idiot. Okay, yep. I get it. I yep. see That's it. Great. Right. That's great. So, so that and 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 when people say they tell me people that don't even know me tell me things that they know about me, which yeah. they have no idea who I yeah. am, yeah, what sure. I believe. They they don't know anything. Yeah. So, you know, it, it it's what you guys are doing is great. Just keep doing it. Cool. Um, Let's get let's get and, real and, quick and, before and, I forget though let's get let's get into the clouds because I'm fascinated now with your latest <laughs> research because honestly so, it segued perfectly because I'm just yes. fascinated all this time that there's a fallen angel dedicated to teach mankind about the secret of the clouds and I'm like what in the I world is going not, on with these things I did not I know that and it, that's it's interesting true. that you said it's that. It's very so. true. It's always so, it's been a thing that's been with me for seriously the last 4 years. I brought it with how many people? I've just never uh, really zeroed in on it. So let's talk clouds because what's you're your latest You're familiar findings? with Dr. Emoto's work, right? Who? Dr. Emoto, no. uh, um he uh he you he, he did the thing where he freezes water after treating it a certain way. Like he'll yell at water and then treat Oh treat, yes, freeze, yes, and, yes, and yes. Mark, the, is it the and, rice and guy? So you, yeah, yeah, yep. it, that that type of thing. But yep. he does water like, you know, he, he expresses love to it, and then it, it creates these beautiful flowers in its geometry when you take these microscopic pictures of it. And water has has memory. We know that water has memory. They're also saying that water uh, can hold, like a drop of water can hold terabytes of information, mm. right? So the the water water what water is is a hoax also they're lying to us about what water mm. is our bodies are what how much water 90 percent 85 yeah. or something yeah yeah it's a huge number and so you know take to all the water everyone even people that die of gunshot wounds die of dehydration that's why you die because you of, of dehydration not mm. you know 99.9 percent .9 of death is because of dehydration so when you lose all your water you're dead water is life yeah that's okay? why they stick you with an iv is as well so they can give you all kinds of medication <laughs> so water water has memory um water is life so we're here uh physical beings on this earth on god's earth and yeah. what above us robbie and, and nate well we have heaven the the non-physical beings above us yeah. so you look at a big, beautiful cumulus cloud. It's like morphing. It's got sharp edges to it. You know, it's got a defined edge. So just view them just for hypothetically as those are angels. The clouds are angelic, uh, whatever class of angel you want to call them. Think about this. Um, our planet, our world, planet, sorry, um, <laughs> our world is needs water, water mm -hmm. five. Um, and yeah needs water in certain places at certain times. And we're led to believe that just random chances of moving clouds and cold pressure and low pressure, that the water just falls where it needs to be. Or is it being intelligently delivered to where it needs to be? Hmm. Okay. So, so these, these cloud angels, okay, these, these angelic, uh, um, you know, these clouds are have intelligence and if you think about it they're water they're you know cloud is 99.99 percent water mm -hmm. um and so that there's intelligence in there mm. and so so um 
Dude, I'm telling you, it might be on something because, like I said, there was a fallen angel, a Nephilim, like honestly sitting there in the in the midst, sitting there teaching mankind the secret of the clouds. Like I, I look like one of them was to teach the art of war and to build actually um, warfare, like to build mm. uh, swords and stuff. Like he was teaching them yeah. the iron works and stuff. The other one was right. to make up and stuff. It was just really interesting. But there's one dedicated. I think there was one for the moon, one for the sun, one for the stars, and then there's this one that just throws you off, and you're like the secret of the clouds. What? So, yeah. so now, now let's now let's look at um, what's going on with the spraying of our skies. And yes. the yeah, here yes. we go. So, here we go. I nobody, knew that that had to be in there somewhere. Here nobody, we go. Nobody knows. We don't really know. You know is it for weather? We I don't. Think that the fact that hang on, the fact that they're telling us that they're doing it for weather control, maybe it has something to do with it. Um, I think that's just they're misinforming us. That um, there there's so many videos. If you know, I've looked in the chemtrails longer than uh, anything i've been looking at chemtrails for you know for 15 years or more um wow. and you know what's to stop for a second one one sec though you said you know the weather modification the one issue i have with that especially under a christian worldview is the fact that the bible teaches that basically is god's the one that basically operates the weather right i mean and, to say and that man can override that it. they're trying to override i agree it, you know? i agree there i agree there right. yep they're trying to warp it yeah so 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 um there's so many videos, and I've seen it myself, where that's not an airplane spraying that. You know, we don't know what it is spraying it. You know, so they're definitely coming out of some airplanes, but that could just be to disguise the ones that are not airplanes, You know, the ones that we can't explain. So whatever it is, I'm not saying what's spraying it. Maybe it is airplanes. Maybe they're holograms. Maybe they're, they're orbs. There's so many things. Well, even Owen will say they're trying to hide stuff that's up in the yeah. sky because there's signs up there, right? There's certain things that are happening. Exactly. But think about this. When you have um, really good-looking, beautiful cumulus clouds, mm -hmm. when they start spraying, those clouds dissolve into a slurry. Have you seen that? Have you watched that happen? No. Okay. So you have, you have let's say there's no spraying going on, which is very rare these days, mm -hmm. and you have a big, you know, defined cumulus clouds, and all of a sudden they start spraying. Um, if you time lapse it or you just watch it, the the spray will intermix with the clouds, and then the clouds will lose their definition, and they'll just spread out and become yes. a gray slurry, yes. and they're no longer. So now it's a spiritual. I, I look at that as a spiritual war. That mm -hmm. these these the spraying is coming from from evil and spraying into these clouds and trying to kill or or manipulate, and it it, it is doing that to the clouds. So. If these clouds have intelligence, um, mm. that this is a spiritual war, and you watch it, it brings tears to your eyes. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's I've done passages where these clouds just just turn into a slurry. So it's it's fascinating to me. It, 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 uh, there's there's something way more than we're being told going on up there. Oh, yeah, and, and Robbie, I found that reference. It's First Enoch chapter 41. First Enoch 41, verse 1. Uh, it talks about the secrets of the heavens. And then in verse 3 of Enoch, this is First Enoch verse, uh, chapter 41, verse 3. It says, My eyes saw the secrets of the lightning, of the thunder, the secrets of the winds, how they are divided to blow over the earth, the secrets of the clouds and dew, and there uh, I saw from whence they proceeded and where they saturate the dusty earth. And so it talks about, uh, then it talks about the chambers of the sun and the moon and, mm -hmm. and how they proceed. So, yeah, I mean, it does, it definitely mentions those and types dew. of clouds. And dew, clouds and dew. And dew. Yeah. 
Oh, interesting. There's water again, though. Right? Yeah. Interesting. David's bringing this yeah. up. Interesting. And I, yeah, and I've seen what what David was describing. You know, the dissipation. I I see that. You know, after the spraying. I mean, Toledo, Ohio, is a it gets sprayed almost constantly. I mean, it's rarely, rarely, rarely where I don't see the streaks uh, from the chemtrails. And uh, usually, when I don't see them, you can still, if you look towards the horizon and and maybe 10, 15 degrees above that. You can see that gray, that grayish white haze. So what this is just my theory that whenever you don't see spraying, it's because they have a good saturation in the air, and it might be six hours, it might be twelve hours, it might be a day and a half. But eventually, those are going to come back. Every time someone says, "Oh, I haven't seen them for you know a, a whole day," right. usually they're back, right? I mean, is that what you've but, experienced, David? Yeah. So what? Yeah, absolutely. So watch the when when you do get a cumulus day, and then they inevitably start spraying. Watch the inter- yes interaction between the the spray and the clouds and think about what we're talking about tonight and mm-hmm. you'll feel it in your heart you'll you'll yeah. know mm-hmm. that this is way way bigger than uh than most people are ready to accept well what, yeah. what, what interesting thing too because i mean ephesians talks about that we wrestle not against flesh and blood right but by yes. principalities where nate yeah in, where? in the heavens and the heavenly realms and yes, high places high places you know? high places yeah, ephesians 6 yeah yeah and and robbie's so we have the the heavens above us, which are right with you know right above us. I believe, be, you know, is below the firmament. There's heavens and there's heaven. So there's like yeah, exactly correct. Okay, so, all right. So so we have these layers, and so you know the great borehole only got down just short of eight miles. We hit an yeah. impenetrable barrier. That's a denser level below us. I mean, one might call that hell. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot it of it seems like have... there's another layer below us. Sure. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, eight miles is nothing, you know, and, and it's just so absurd that, you know, the textbooks that we had when we were kids and even today are are showing like the, you know, gobstopper candy earth, you know, with the quarter of it cut out and you can see all the layers of the crust and the mantle and the core and all this stuff, you know, and, and some of this is like molten nickel and, you know, it's just, it's absurd. Uh, but that, you know that, the, the deepest that when holes. They were doing, when they were... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, we had a little the little delay yeah, when the, when they were digging the the great borehole, um, when they were digging the great borehole, they were using ground penetrating radar technology to see what was going to come, and they were mm. wrong every step of the way. <laughs> every time they thought they were going to, some you know they they said, all right, there's no more water, and then they hit water, and then there's they were wrong every step of the way. But we know yeah. what's what's between the eight miles and the center of the earth. It, I mean that crazy. you know that would be like okay, I'm going to go out of my yard and I'm going to dig a, a six foot deep trench. But, you know, the first step is I'm just going to wave my hand over the top and blow a little dust around. That's about all that eight miles did was yeah. blow a little dust around. I mean, yeah. it's it's you're correct. It's so absurd that they say, well, we know all of this stuff, blah, 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 you know, uh, ridiculous. I love Job when it actually says that it cannot be measured. I yes. love I love when he's talking to Job. He's like, who can measure the breadth of the earth? Right. And yet we're saying we can weigh it. We know exactly how we know all the dimensions. Heck, we don't we know the the weight of uh, what Pluto. We know the weight of it's just ridiculous <laughs> when all of a sudden he's like literally saying you guys yeah. do not even know what the, the earth rests on. Right. He says who have seen yep. the pillars. Right. These type of things. I love where he's just kind of I don't know in a way oh, talking to Job. Laughing. He's like he's, he's, he's laughing. He's like, who yeah, are he's, you? He's laughing like, where were you? You know, one of the phrases you see in repeatedly in Job is where were you when I did this, when I, I created that, when, yeah. you know, <laughs> and the funny thing, too is and this is the way i look at it is we cannot get high enough 
to see the entire thing, nor will we ever. The entire yeah. lie about seeing the entire globe, again, that's an entire lie. We know that. But here's the yeah. reality. I don't think we could ever get high enough to see the entire thing in its entirety. It's not, we're not able to do it, nor is any right. civilization. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, just, I, yeah, not, a, not in the human flesh, that's no, for certain. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And physically, I, I mean, um, I don't think we can see far enough to no, see the correct. whole thing. Good point. It's Good point. Yeah. The yeah. Atmosphere if you were off. Superman, my point is, if you were Superman and you could see yeah. through all the atmospheric, all I'm saying is you had like perfect, uh, you know, Superman uh, vision. The point is, you yeah. can't get high enough. Like again, I don't right. know how high the firmament is, but it's not that high. Seventy-three miles. So, Seventy-three miles. You've measured it, eh? Last night. There you go. Yeah. So David, David's got it down. You can quote him on it. What did you say? What did you say? Seventy-three miles. Yeah, 73. 73. Well, you can see, yeah, I mean, you can see, you know, uh, some of these government documents and stuff that, that you know, uh, I can't remember who posted it today on Facebook. It might have been Joe Garcia, but he had posted something on there and it talked about, you know, some government documents that at a certain latitude and, you know, this, that and the other, you know, the that there was the, the dome was like a certain, you know, amount of. They're talking about the. A Encyclopedia Americana where yeah, it talked yeah, about in Antarctica like at a certain 60s, latitude it was at 13,000 feet. I got a yeah. question. I got a question, David. Like in the last year, how many significant major flat earthers believe in the infinite plane theory? Like to me, it seemed like you know, at the beginning, that was like the big thing. There was the two big, you know, competing views. And now it seems like there's very few people that believe in infinite plane. Is, is, that, is it just me, or have you noticed the shift? Uh, I, there's definitely more people realizing that we live in an enclosed system. What's beyond that? Uh, we don't know. And, sure. and I really I really haven't even thought about it much. You know, could there yeah. be more out there? Yeah. No, but, no we're uh, not talking I, about could there be more. We're talking infinite. It goes on forever. I mean, to me, when I heard this theory, I was like, that's insane. First of all, in my understanding, the only thing that's infinite is God himself. The idea that men would say that any creation would be the same, you know, qualities as the creator is crazy to me. Like equal, you know what I mean? He's the only one that's infinite. So, you know, I do the the Flat Earth podcast with my host Matt Long, and he's on the biblical side. He's great, um, and and he leads his argument with the Bible. Sure. Um, and I lead with science, with not the Bible, right? With Correct. science. Correct. And and uh, but then I say. But it says it in the Bible, and so now when I when I come across something new and I think about something, I the my mind goes, what does the Bible say? You know, it's like I'm looking for the science, but I'm curious right away what the Bible says about it. Like when we're talking about the um, unveiling a Titan series, sure. uh, yeah. what does the Bible say about? Well, there's giants. I'll tell you that much. Well, so. So, yeah. so you know the the old story that the Earth, you know, the flat Earth story, the Earth is on the top of a, a, a turtle, it's yeah. on the back of a, yeah. a hippo, on top of an elephant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, after watching this this darn series, I have to consider that something to that story. <laughs> There's some some truth to that story. Wow. Yeah, um, interesting. I'm, I'm not well, saying. Listen, and, I, and somebody mentioned me. in the chat too, David. I think yeah. what you were talking about. They said that that the Go Fast rocket, the one that you know we all watched it, and it kind of just like stopped and bloop. You know, they said it was uh, reached an altitude of like 72, r roughly 72 miles. So at least you know. That's why I came up. This is my this is my way. thinking. If if we live, and I do believe we do, if we live in that enclosed dome creation. Um, if you think about the shape of a dome, I believe that um, if you're, you know, closer to what we would call the center of the flat earth, meaning the middle part, Much like higher. if you're, 
Yeah. You know, if you're looking at a pizza and you cut out, you know, the the inner 20 or 30 percent, 40 percent of that pizza, obviously the dome would be higher. So I think it probably depends, um, you, yeah. you know, where you are. But right. uh, so, you know, then, of course, with Admiral Byrd and, you know, the strong suspicion that, you know, there were hey, planes hey, crashing hey, hey, into. I, I just thought of something. Sorry to interject. I thought of yeah. something. Why doesn't someone go to the interior of Antarctica and send a rocket up? Because if it goes dunk after like 20 miles, right? We, that whole theory <laughs> yeah, is yeah. totally proven. If we used to get the same mm-hmm. dunk at 20 miles, right? Talk the taboo conspiracy and he'll tell you, you can't go. No, no, <laughs> my, my, yeah, I know yeah, you, yeah. I'm not, I said the interior, the, like the interior. Okay, say you take a cruise and you, you smuggle, I don't know how big those rockets are, that rocket was pretty big, but all I'm saying is yeah. there must be a certain way not to go to Antarctica Robbie. where you can't go. Come on, Robbie. The, the, I actually Launch have it a, from the ship friends, itself. We have friends that are on their way to Antarctica right now. I'm talking about before um, you get shot. I'm talking about before you get shot, David. <laughs> Robbie, the, the, I heard that someone has told me that they went on a cruise to Antarctica and only 10 people could get off the ship at one time. Oh, my yeah. goodness. We never let more than 10 people off at a time. Well, yeah, the wow. penguins. you gotta, you got to protect those penguins. They don't like a lot of people. They don't like crowds. <laughs> Penguins are like an anxiety, you know, when there's lots of crowds, you know, of people. So they, they condense it about 10 at a time and, and penguins are cool with that. That's what well, I hear. Uh, uh, to switching topics a little bit, sure. uh, a fun flatter story. <laughs> I would love to. So, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I had to get my son a new phone for, um, his phone was, it was dying. So we got him a new phone at the Apple store and we brought both phones home. He did the, the swap and everything. And then he went back to Utah. And so I, I needed to go bring the old phone back because they were going to buy it. They'll buy it for me. So I went to a different Apple store. I go to my town, but I was in another town. And I went into a, another Apple store and places jamming, you know, Christmas time and the holiday season. And uh, this was just the other day. And so I, I bring it in. I was like, hey, I want to swap the phone. He goes, oh, what's wrong with the phone? And the guy, I'm like, no, nothing's wrong. I go, we've already done it. I go, this is the old one I'm trading in. He goes, well, I hope you backed it up. I'm like, it's all backed up. It's restored the norm. And he's like, okay. He goes, do you have the other phone? I'm like, no, my son has a phone. I was told they don't need it. I hear the receipt. He's like, I, I think I could do that. The guy's acting a little weird. And, I, and I'm like, and he goes, what, what's your name? And I go, David Weiss. And he goes, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Nice. <laughs> Whips out his phone, shows me the app. The app. And he's oh, like, nice. yo. Perfect segue. He's flipping, he's flipping out. He's That's flipping so out. cool. And uh, he told me that there was uh, one other employee in the store that he's half. So this is at the Apple store. This is at the Apple store. Nice, so, nice. I saw so, the one um, day that you took the photo where you actually changed all their phones to uh, that was the wallpaper. Down. That was that epic, was a, man. That was a different story. Yeah. I know, I know. You, you have creative ways to do it. But anyways, that's a perfect segue because we want to make sure that we talk about your app. I mean, that you've developed an incredible resource, not just for flat earthers uh, in explaining flat earth, but I think it helps to... Uh, give people a good understanding of what flat earthers believe, not what we don't. Mm. Yeah, Robbie, I, I came up with the idea before um, the conference in was it the conference in Dallas? That's Denver. where I yeah, premiered it. Yeah, right. we premiered it. We premiered it. In, no, yeah. Denver, not Dallas. Denver. 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 Yeah, Denver. 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 Yeah, we did the launch um, yeah, announcement. That's a, that's a, I meant, I meant Denver. I remember Rick. And, I remember Rick holding it up. He's like, "Download it now. It's available in the App Store." Right? It was like, it was hilarious. It was great, and since then it's really changed. It's become uh, so much more, and and with the YouTube censorship. What's the name of the app? Because I, I I forget the name of it. You might have to say it. 
It's the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. And I know other people. We've had talks behind your back, just to let you know. I've had talks behind your back. It's the worst (laughs) name ever. And I make fun of, like, some people's YouTube channel names because they're horrible. The the app name is worse. But the good thing is it's so popular that if you just type in Flat Earth, it's the number one hit. It's number one hit, yeah. Nice. You don't even have to um, take that in anymore. Or or just Flat Earth Clock or Flat Earth Sun and Moon. uh, There were at the time I named it, there was like 10 other flat earth clocks yeah. called the flat earth clock. So I didn't want, I, I needed to call, call it something that would identify it better, but um, it's the number one flat Explain earth. Explain what uh, it does. Explain what it does for people, for people that really think this topic is nuts or some people that are already a hundred percent sold. So it, it shows you a model of the sun. It shows you how the sun is after the hour hand and it laps the moon every 20 um it, it laps the moon every 28 days it shows how the stars lap the sun every 365 days it shows how the sun travels inwards uh to, to the tropic of capricorn in june and then outwards six months later to the tropic of cancer uh, t- tropic of Ca- Cancer on the inside, tropical mm. Cap- Capricorn on the outside. So that creates the seasons. It shows you where the sun is. Wherever you see the sun, it's noon. Like right now, I'm looking at the app. It's noon on the on the west coast of Australia. Um, so it, it shows you where the moon is. It 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 pretty it soon though, you're not pretty soon you're not going to be able to do interviews anymore. You're not going to be able to do interviews anymore because it answers all the questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When we get you're working yourself out of a job. The, the pop ups, yeah, the, the facts that pop up on my phone that are from the app. I love that. Yeah, the notification. So, so um, I have the featured video of the day, and so there's a little thumbnail. And every day I put on another video, short ones during the week. I try to uh, longer ones on the weekends. And um, I send a push notification. If you allow a push notification, come to your phone. And it basically just gives you a little like, hey, this is what today's video is about. Um, and it encourages people to watch it. And so I give people the challenge. Jay, say, listen, if you think Flat Earth is stupid or, you know, it's, if you think Flat Earth is great, it's a great tool to when you're when you're talking to people and you're t- explaining Flat Earth and they're listening. You break out the app and you show them and everyone goes, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's How true. That's oh. true. That's true. But, um, but I tell people, if you're not a Flat Earther, get the app, yeah. watch the video every day for two weeks, and you will know at the end of that two weeks or before that um, we don't live on a spinning ball. And I get messages, countless messages, people saying, I think you're an idiot. I, I thought you were an idiot. I got the app. Um, I decided not to wait for every day. I hit the archive button, which is oh, right next nice, to the nice. video. I watched everything in two days. Is oh my god, the earth is flat. What do I do? My family thinks I'm crazy. What do I, I think I think you should have a way so, of actually testing that theory though and have something built in that you're so confident in that if someone actually does it and you track that they watch every video for two weeks, that if they're not a flat earther, they're not completely intrigued, they're money back. It's like a it's like a uh, a fourteen day money back guarantee. I mean that's how confident I you are. Actually would do that. I know you would. Because yeah, I would do that. I know you would. I would, but, but I don't know if it's possible. I don't think Apple, it, you know, that. and I, and I've looked at, I've looked at apps out there, you know, there's subscriptions, there's in-app purchases. Yeah. I've made mine. It's $2 and 99 cents. Yeah. One time fee. Yeah. You get, you know, I'm, I'm your slave every single day from there on. 
uh, to give you that. that <laughs> it is video. true. It is true. You work hard at <laughs> putting out that new video. I mean, David actually puts out a brand new video. He hand selects each video each day. And trust me, all the videos, there's a lot of good videos out there. I mean, that must be almost time consuming, narrowing mm-hmm. it down and going, which one do I do today? Which one do I, I mean, that's adding a lot of stress into your life. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it, it does and it doesn't. It, it's like, uh, you know, I've watched videos. So I have, sometimes I have a backlog of a, of a, you know, a dozen videos and I'm trying to get them on, but then new videos are coming. Like, oh, I got to put this one out. I got to put this one out. <laughs> I love putting up old videos. There's so many yeah. old videos yeah. that are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So uh, there's really no shortage. The thing is like, if you search flat earth on YouTube, you get garbage. If, if somebody yeah. says, Hey, how does circumnavigation work? And, and, uh, and a flat earther sends them, uh, you know, circumnavigation for dummies, um, which is a short video I have, they'll be like, Oh, and then the next video that come up will be, you know, a a a, a a propaganda video you know, yeah, or, or something. I'm going to throw it out there, video. but I, th- I think sometime in the future you need to have just a certain area just for people, if they're interested, interested in what the Bible has to say, click on it and give them a couple resources. Anyway, just an idea I'm throwing out there, but there's a lot of people am, that would be intrigued. I am working on, on uh, another, so we have the, on the app, there's the FAQ page. It pulls yeah. up 21 buttons that have the top 21 answers, mostly mm. based off of uh, ODD's video, um, the 21, 21 questions. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then that pulls up a playlist that that you can go through that'll answer your questions. And so for the people that are saying YouTube isn't you know an information source, no, it's not. YouTube is a hosting platform where there's everything there, and you can use your discernment. Correct. I've uh, I've narrowed it down to give you the researched information that you want. So just that page alone uh, will convert anybody into a flat earther because it answers. All of the same old tired questions that I answer mm-hmm. on every single interview I do. How, how, um, how does this have uh, anything to do with the Bible? <laughs> so, so, the, so I'm adding an, another page where okay. there's going to be um, different, different, different types of questions. Sure. And one of them will be here's biblical. Uh, sure. Here's a biblical, uh, biblical stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm working on that. That's that. That'll be. Uh, it's, it's only been, it's only been like two. It's only been like the entire time since your app. I know. Remember, we were talking about uh, doing a biblical section on the um, the Flat Earth podcast. I'm like, yeah, the, I'll get you a list. I'll get you a list, right? I still have yet to get you a list I of the good videos. I have a biblical playlist. I, I know I, you. Yeah, you haven't given me that list. Right? I know, I know, because so, I said so a couple it, that you have to include. Your fault, though. It is. You are true you confessions. It is. It absolutely is. I was just so busy, yeah. but now I have no excuse because I'm not doing conferences anymore, and I'm kind of <laughs> taking you know a seat back a little bit. So I'm going to get you that list finally. But I think that's great. Um, so, again, I don't think it's forcing it down people's throats or anything like that. Again, just having that option there because there's a tremendous amount of people that are intrigued. Yes. Like you said, they wake up. They're like, okay, there's a creator. I want to see what the creation is being told the creation account you know all these type of things and then hearing it from a biblical point of view so i think it's a great idea to have that option for people right yeah really so, great. so here here's another thing uh, and uh, somebody just saw it in chat you know a lot of people like oh my i've got a great video for the app um <laughs> if you have a great video for the app send it to me but send it to me in, you know you send it to me in an email uh with the link a short description and the th- and and a, and a screenshot. I got of an the idea. Software. I got an idea. You build. You, I know you have software developers. This would be super easy. Develop a system where people can kind of submit it, and the community votes things to the top or whatever. All I'm saying, it will make your job really easy. If you have an area where people can submit stuff cons- constantly, it will make your job easier. And plus, yeah. people can upvote and downvote videos, and then you can see the top ten videos. It'll be easy to kind of do that. I why see this is like this is 
<laughs> this is why the elite try to keep us slaves. <laughs> I'm the dictator right now, and so I don't need anyone to True. upload or download True. stuff. It's well, my I'm just saying to submit it easier. Okay, the then, 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 okay? then, then a don't program to, to submit it away, easier. Oh, what I meant is to have a program to submit to you Trying easier to than just sending emails me. to you. You get how many emails a day? Yeah. I mean, that's going to make your life even busier. Yeah. I mean, I, at some point, you're going to cap out. I remember talking to Mark Sargent, and I was sitting there. This was actually, it was, actually was in Canada, and he's, t he's typing. Well, what are you doing? He's like, I'm answering emails. I'm like, do you answer every single email? He goes, I try to, right? And I remember all of a sudden in, Denton, in, um, in Dallas, he was sitting there again. And I'm like, dude, you know, one day you're not going to be able to do that anymore. You're going to have to probably get someone. He goes, I know, but I'm going to keep doing it until I get there. So you must be getting up to that point where you're getting so I, many I, emails. I do have some people that help me go go through some emails awesome. sometimes. That's good. But but uh, here here's just a note for somebody: if you if you have something to tell me, you got to keep it short. If you send me a full two three pages, <laughs> I just delete it. I don't even I don't even read it. And and it's probably something that's awesome I, and that I wish ain't I nobody saw. I reply to that. all my emails and I say talk to David Weiss. I just I just give him your email and I just say talk to him, talk to him, talk to him <laughs> on every one of my emails. So I say half your emails um, that are coming. You know, like just today, somebody you know in a comment said, uh, you know, hey, I'm looking for information on this. I don't understand how we can do X, Y, Z. And I had the perfect video. I sent them the playlist of the video. Um, and they replied back, oh, wow, now I get it. Thanks. And so that right there is worth going through it to me. You know, I, I, I love responding to two people um, that are asking real questions. You know, if you're a flat earther, I'm probably not going to respond to you <laughs> as fast as I will to somebody That's asking true. a legitimate That's question. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, I call you, you know, it takes you about two weeks to get back to me. I understand. So, I understand. David. Here, I understand. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, here's the thing is the video has to be, it has to be a good video. It has to, you know, it has to be a good video. It has to have a good readable thumbnail because on the app, it's a small little box that you're looking at. And I want people to be able to read it. Otherwise, because if I put one on without a good thumbnail, the amount of clicks I get is, is a tenth of yeah. uh of of what people if people see it like uh they'll they'll look at it and they'll and they'll click it i could see how many people the app the the messages are going to yeah uh, nice. it, it's 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 amazing it's becoming a super powerful tool and it really is with the censorship yeah. that's going on you know i try to only send one message a day but if something like really amazing is happening i'll do another push notification again people you can turn off push notifications for any app yeah. you write it in your settings but and I, I would think that anyone that's a flat earther that has this app they kind of like those push notifications I love yeah. Yeah. I well love it's good it. because I it does, it does the it. thinking for you you're like you know it's going to be good right because if it's bad you know I who to blame schedule, I, I, I do it first thing in the morning or late at night and I schedule I schedule the, the push notification for you know at like I try to do it like so like around 6am uh, pacific standard time and so I'll be, you know, doing my day and all of a sudden the, the thing will pop up on my phone and I'll be like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I, I wrote that, you know, nice. I, I get it. And I'm like, like, it better be good. Me, it be, it, I wrote it. Yeah. I'm like, I'll get the notification. I'll be like, this better be good or I'm calling David. Right. And you know, David, <laughs> how many times I've called you on a bad video. You've I've never, never called me. you, never called you. So yeah, that's, yeah, you're doing nice. a great job. No, we appreciate it. Hey, appreciate real quick, before oh, we end the show, resource. before we end the show, please mention all of your links where people can contact you, information. Uh, I want to make sure we get out that information before we come to a close. So the, the main spot to get me is the flatearthpodcast.com. Also, the fa our Facebook page is the Flat Earth Podcast. Um, don't, uh, on the Flat Earth Podcast Facebook page, there's, it's 
filled with bots and trolls making horrible comments. Uh, my my advice to you is don't even comment there because I have so many filters on there that all that there your your comment will probably get hidden and then I'll just ban you for life. All right, so it's just a place to look at things. Theflatearthpodcast.com. Um, that's where where um, you know we have lots of videos there, lots of resources. Um, you can leave us a speak pipe for the podcast there. Um, stoplookthink.com. A lot of people have been asking about that. That's a, another um, information source with other things than Flat Earth and, um, and all the other deceptions in the world that have been uh, censored on YouTube. That is down. We had a massive DOS attack, and we uh, are moving the site in the process of moving it. And um, we're, you're going to have to we, – we did it with the Flat Earth Podcast – um, to view that site, you have to set up an account. It's free, just an email address, a password, um, and verify your account. That way, if we have another attack, we could, uh, you know, if people start downloading um, massive files, we can uh, automatically block them because they, because you have to have an account to do it. So that that's it. It's not getting. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to email you. We're not going to do anything. You know, if you have a problem with that, just make a fake uh, email address. You know, a, a throwaway email address. Do it and log in, and then you're all set. So that'll Let's not be forget up. Forget YouTube as well. Let's not forget your forget YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel is D I T R H, which uh, I do lots of short videos that that help wake people up. You know, under five minutes usually. Uh, five minutes is kind of long for me. Uh, D I T R H, the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. And um, I think that's it. Is that everything, Robbie? And uh, Twitter, I. I don't read Twitter a lot, but it's the FE podcast, um, and that's where you can get some uh, some information. But I don't respond on Twitter because it's also filled with a lot of uh, nasty trolls. Well, we really appreciate you know everything you do with uh, you know in the flat Earth community. You've been a staple for such a long time, doing so much behind the scenes. Now you're doing so much even you know right in front. I know you're the type of person that really doesn't like the spotlight, but unfortunately. That path for you, like we were talking about in the first hour, it seems like your path is to actually be in the front and to get this message to a wider audience, which you've done a tremendous job in, uh, you know, the last year. It's just been incredible. Like the uh, Infowars, uh, Owen Benjamin. I mean, all, a lot of these things are based on you initiating them. Now, whether there's a, a prodding or a, a calling that you feel, the fact is when you kind of go that direction, it happens. You know, and again, these are huge things that are happening. I mean, the entire thing with Owen Benjamin, I mean, how many people is he? It's like that ripple effect. I always tell people, I say, listen, that one person you're talking to, it's not about even numbers. It's not about uh, quantity. It's about quality. And sometimes, you know, we will not understand the ripple effect until, you know, we Look get to Owen. Mark turned me on to Owen when he was taking down NASA. And I, I got him, you know, helped him convert over to Flat Earth. And now all of his followers, I, I'd say the vast majority of them know we don't live on a ball. I know. I know. That's it's dangerous. unbelievable. And Owen and Owen, you know, even talking with Owen and again, he kind of knew, but he knew kind of the path to take with his audience. Not that he was lying, but it made no sense for him just to come right out. He was kind of walking that journey with people. You know what I mean? Because, well, you, you know, we were talking about Dave. We were like, he's a flat earther. We, we already know that. Right. But. Yeah, anyways. He, he he says that he knows it's not a spinning ball and that's all yeah. we need. That's you true. know what? It, it, that's that's all I really know because you I know agree. what? 
Maybe there's something other than flat that we just don't have the words for. Sure, it. that's it's what I not meant. A spinning ball, We're not period. a spinning ball flying through yeah. space. That's the one thing that we all have that commonality on. We have all these differences, but really we're on the same team fighting against, you know, scientism, you know, yes. Satanism, all these type of things that are trying to destroy God in people's minds by giving them this evolutionary Big Bang cosmology that's really doing a incredibly horrifying job uh, on young minds and especially it starts at a very young age David thank you so much for joining us it's been an awesome show flew by yeah, like thanks, crazy David. make sure that you subscribe to him check out his information Robbie, Nate thanks it's, it's been awesome really appreciate it Yeah. We're off the air. That was fast. Awesome. Yeah, dude. The chat was hopping, dude. The chat was hopping. <laughs> yeah, we had we had two hundred. I, 